For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. I'm Nate Bargetsy, Brian Bates, Aaron Weber, Thank you to our good friends at Viore for sponsoring this episode of Nate Land. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash Nate. You will not, not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but you will enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. Also, if you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you are in a never-ending cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Nate. That's upstart.com slash Nate. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. And also, finally, uh, we what do you want to eat tonight? That's basically what, what do you want to eat tonight? Maybe you want a home-cooked favorite, but don't feel like going to the store. DoorDash is the way to go. Uh, you can get something new, too. You can go to a restaurant. DoorDash connects you with everything you want, whenever and however you want it. We use it all the time. For a limited time, you can get 20, 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATE. Uh, all right, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Sorry, my voice is still... I woke up maybe 15 seconds ago. <laughs> uh, 11 o'clock. It's a tough one. <laughs> yeah. We had some all we've all we've had some rough traveling mm-hmm. to get here. Uh I think all of us. Uh and we're we're telling you all about that uh shortly. But I want to start uh with you guys uh with our uh with our comments. Uh first up, Paul Snyder. Listen to Nate and Aaron break down Shakespeare and Romeo's name and then immediately have Nate butcher the name of the next listener, Dunstan. <laughs> is exactly what keeps me coming back each week. Forget Cliff's notes. What this podcast needs is a director's cut that is longer and goes on more tangents. (laughs) This is my go-to podcast when traveling. Thanks for all the laughs. That's like the, what's the movie that did that we talked about? Uh, The Zack Snyder cut of the the Batman. So we should have that. I think we're giving you everything we have. I was going to say, that implies we're making cuts. There's no cuts. You can probably tell we're not. Yeah. yeah, cuts would be this. This would probably be uh, uh, watchable. Uh, Joe did uh, chime in, by the way. The guy who. Oh, really? Yeah. He said it was his favorite episode ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he loved, loved it. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Is it, did he really chime in? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, that's he made it. There yep. we go. Yep. Dwayne Bateman. Seems like two names that don't go together. <laughs> Dwayne Bateman. You know? Does it? Yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, or no? You know, you're not wrong. Dwayne Bateman. I think it sounds like a perfect I thought line. Dwayne Wade and Patrick Bateman. I think that's why. Yeah, yeah. Because you think Dwayne Wade. Not Jason Bateman? And maybe it's Dwayne, oh, The Jason Rock, Johnson. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> How you doing? Dwayne Bateman. <laughs> it's like a Cooper Manning of that group. <laughs> maybe the hardest I've laughed in a Nate Land podcast was Nate saying you'd see a picture of Romeo and Tupac together. It was so out of nowhere, it was hilarious. You remember well, saying that? Not really. But what well, you were saying when Juliet was saying, Wherefore art thou Romeo? He realized she was crazy, so he faked his own death. Oh, like Tupac? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see a picture of him with Tupac. Yeah, just hanging out. Elvis in the back. Matthew Van oh. Matthew Vander Cooey. Is that it? Kander Cooey. Kander Coo. No, Vander Coo. V A N D E R K O O I. Cooey? Coy? Coy? Vander Coy. Vander Coy? That sounds much better. Matt V. Matt, Matty V. <laughs> uh, Vander Coy sounds. That name goes to. Sounds it like wasn't a, good to being like. It's a pretty good last it's name. Like NFL yep. kicker, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Vander Coy. I hope they're Vander Coy. Those two O's, though. I don't know. Yeah. Vander Coy is <laughs> Hawaiian. To my surprise, Matthew's not Hawaiian. No. Yeah. It's another Dwayne Bateman situation. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, I want to see where they're located. To my surprise, this past these both sounds like fake names that you're like, we got back to back witness protection people. <laughs> like, to my surprise, this past Saturday morning, my wife told me we had tickets to Nate's show in Greensboro, North Carolina, and I needed to start packing for the trip. Hands down, the best live stand up I've seen yet. My wife was the one to yell, let's go, folks. From near the front row when Nate walked out during the late show and Nate gave it a little acknowledgement and now she won't shut up about it. We love the podcast. Thanks to all three of you for everything you do. Maybe one day we'll make it up to Nashville to see Bubbles and and Rudy strut their stuff too. <laughs> you need to come up and see them. They only do local shows. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's what it sounds That's like. what he's pointing out, yeah. Yeah. No other state wants them, but head on up. You know, I loved, I got yelled, let's go folks, every show. We did eight shows. Yeah. And uh, every show. And I, I was like, that's it. It's pretty cool. That's why it's that. Like, I'm glad we're, we're at Hello Folks here. It's figured its home out. It's a nice place. They yell, let's go, folks. It's very inside. A lot of people don't know we uh, have a podcast either. So they all think we're crazy. <laughs> uh, they think those people are crazy. And then I acknowledge them and they're like, we don't know what's yeah, happening yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, Brady Barron. My wife and I got to see Nate this past Sunday in Charlottesville, Virginia. But in order to do so, I had to miss the Bears game. I signed up for NFL Game Pass, a service for watching full game replays, seemingly for this exact situation. I logged in, clicked on the game, and was practically smacked in the face with a final score. The the website seemed to enjoy spoiling the game. Unbelievable. Nevertheless, I really enjoy the show, and I'm a huge fan of the podcast. That's tough. Yeah. You know, I mean, because you just don't want uh, a they got rocked, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you don't want, you know, you know. I've always think that with like ESPN, like if you don't record it and they're showing the replay, but then they always show the score at yeah, the bottom a ticker on the bottom. Yeah, and you're like, come on, man, mm-hmm. you got to you got to like DVR it. 
That is tough. Uh, sorry, Brady. Sorry for all of it, you know? And then at least you didn't have to sit through that game. Uh, sometimes you're kind of happy where you're like, all right, they yeah. got blown out. You're like, I'd have wasted that three was hours. The one yeah. to miss. Yeah. Arden Darnell, my friends and I thoroughly enjoyed my birthday gift as we watched Nate perform live for the first time. I was pretty proud of the shirt I created for this. Just thought I would share. Hello, Look folks. Look at that. That's a great shirt. It's you, but it also, for some reason, looks like Baker Mayfield. Could be either it one. It does a little bit look yeah. like Baker. I was going to say me, but okay. I think it's more Nate. I, I don't think I, so. It's, it's, uh, it's obviously yeah. not me. I was <laughs> not sure if your head would have fit on that shirt. <laughs> and... <laughs> you see your sideburns on her arms <laughs> and I made an Aaron poncho <laughs> he thought it was going to rain uh, <laughs> I loved it That's thank really you cool. Arden Very good show. Uh, Chase Schubert Larry Bird actually hurt his back redoing his mother's driveway having said that doesn't change the fact that he could have sure hired someone else to do it for him that is true. That's right. His mother's driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still just like, yeah, get someone else. I picture a very long driveway for some reason. I don't know if that's the uh, – I don't know why. Maybe they showed the drive. It's like a driveway that goes down a hill, then back up a hill. It's like a crazy <laughs> long driveway. Mm. That's crazy, too, if just even Google Larry Bird's mother's driveway. That's literally, <laughs> that's literally what I was about to type in. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it just says it. I don't know if there's maybe uh, there's, uh, that gated. Oh. Yeah, this is a. If that's the house, it looks like it's got. This is the house he built for his mom. He built it. That's what. No, that's what this article well, said. Probably meant he paid. Yeah. I don't, well, I don't know. Well, I think I, he was a part of it. Yeah, he probably. I mean, he might have paid, but he's like, but I'm. Uh, he stands there with all of them when they go. All right, today, boys, Larry, how you doing? You just seen how things going? He goes, I want to help. You go, okay. Somebody um, said that. He would come home off season, I guess to French Lick. I forgot. And you'd just see a guy riding a bicycle around town, a six foot nine guy in short shorts, riding a bicycle. Yeah. It was clearly Larry Bird. Wow. He's just a part of the people. It's tough yeah. to blend in when you're six nine. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. I mean, it depends on how big that bike is. I think that's the best picture we can find. You would need times. a big bike so it looks normal. Get one of those old those old timey bikes basically yeah you'd almost have like a tandem one and you ride on the back and then your hands are on the front and then everybody's like no one really notices it they then they notice the bike more <laughs> that family bike we showed where the woman was sewing yeah, oh, yeah. on the back yeah larry you had to get one of those yeah Rocky Duncan. Most of the time, you guys sound like little kids. Having Jay Color at the table made you got made you guys look like little kids too. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big guy. Came to the Greenville show, which I think we we're going to. Talk, uh, I don't want to talk about. I don't know what the had a little bit of Us Weekly news. Mm. Yeah, because they. I guess he's with the. Uh, uh, you know, with the, just saying what the article said. Jenna Kramer. I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. I was not a part of anything. Uh, you didn't give him the tip. I was the. I, they said, "What's your source?" I was the source. <laughs> I called him and go, "Guy." I kept calling it U.S. Weekly all week. <laughs> I don't know why. I kept saying it. When I talked to anybody I talked to, I was like, oh, we, I go, they mentioned us in U.S. Weekly, which is a completely different magazine than Us Weekly. Like, not what you would think. You're like, why would they write about that in U.S. Weekly? I don't know. It's usually just about American flag stuff, but for some reason, <laughs> they talked about Jay Color this week. 
<laughs> of all weeks, not 11, 20th anniversary. U.S. US Weekly. Week, he's talking about Jay, Jay Cutler's Cutler. new girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was said, oh, by the way, 20th anniversary of 9 11. <laughs> That's like the the Tom Brady when Tom uh, Janelle's husband wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, uh, Jay, it was very fun having Jay there. Uh, and uh, it was cool. And yeah, it's funny to read that stuff. Like, it was just like, you know, I was like, God, that's crazy. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's people are obsessed with that. I'm not involved in it. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. Uh, <laughs> you didn't fix them up? You're in the world, though. That's I mean, what's world. crazy. That's what's crazy is you're in the world of all that. I'm in the world, and they're, like, mixing it up, and, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, man, you know, crazy. I said, you want me to be my friend? He has a camera and works for TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> it's a buddy of mine. Uh, actually, uh, Adam Glenn, I know, I'm friends with. He's great, and he worked for TMZ forever. I think he does it on his own yeah. now. He's a comic. So I do know someone that's in that world. <laughs> like, uh, But he's a comic. He's a good dude. Um I just read. I just watched an interview with him this morning with Conor McGregor. Uh, yeah, he interviewed him, and because Conor got in a fight with Machine Gun Kelly, at, yeah, <laughs> at the yeah. yeah, yeah, threw a drink at him. <laughs> I saw the clip of it. I mean, it's Very just so funny. funny. Like what he tried to punch him. What happened? Uh, Megan Fox, something. I don't know. <laughs> Is that her? Right yeah, there? That's, that's her right her. there, I'm pretty sure. I I like it because it's like no matter how rich they can get, <laughs> you can't can't take that out of them. You know? <laughs> like it's still like I'll still fight everybody. Right. And you're like, there you go, man. You're still who you are. <laughs> that's what got you here. That's what got you here. You still I'll fight every single person. <laughs> so just a fist coming for his face. Yeah. Sure you're gonna go like not scared. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be, I mean he's got he broke his leg two months ago. Yeah. Now he's already trying to fight Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> I feel he's going to fight Jake Paul. I just think he, like, I think he's Have on the they path of that. about that? The, no. The two of them? He still wants to fight in the UFC. Yeah. That's what he said. He's still not done with it. But it's part of me that thinks, like, they make so much money, the Jake Paul thing. And then, like, that's, he's kind of born, like, McGregor's like, you know, he's the champ champ. He's done all the kind of the stuff. I mean, I still want to fight. He's still very fun to watch fight. Yeah. But it's like, go do something like that. Dude, that would be, I would lose my mind if those two guys, just them, the build up to that fight. Yeah. It would be so fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, I don't know, man. What are you going to do? You know? <laughs> Megan Fox. I mean, where, she's been around forever. She's in the mix. She's yeah. in the mix. She didn't we say she's from 90210? Didn't we say she's from Tennessee? I think she is. Because yeah. you said yeah. she seems very Tennessean. Yeah, I mean, she shows it, you yeah, know, right? <laughs> representing us. She's in the middle of a brawl yeah, right in the middle here. of two dudes <laughs> fighting. I mean, you know, what else do you want? Uh, I just love, like, an older person's got to be, you're like, oh, did you see the Conor McGregor machine, machine Gun Kelly fight? I mean, just to be like, like a mafia guy or something like that? Yeah. Like that's Machine Gun Kelly. You're like, I thought he died. <laughs> Did he work for Al Capone? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, he made it. <laughs> He's still still doing good. He performed at the VMAs. He was at the VMAs last night. It's crazy. Like glitter I mean, it's on his face. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, him and Romeo. He's with Romeo. There's one island they all go to. Elvis, Romeo, <laughs> Tupac. And they live forever. That's the crazy part. Uh or where was that? Jay Schubert, we did that. Rocky Duncan, yeah. we did that. Yeah. Uh, Kelly K.J. Smith. I, I like the 
KJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that her middle name or? Uh, I think maybe her name's Kelly Smith, but she goes by KJ. Oh, so that's added there. That's two letters you don't see together very often. KJ. Yeah, there's like com CJ AJ. I like a KJ. KJ is awesome. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Kevin Johnson. Maybe it's Kevin Johnson. Um. Uh, Maybe Kelly Smith and Kevin Johnson have an account together. Kelly, Kevin Johnson, Smith. They share an account? They share an account. And she goes, do you mind if I leave a comment on the Nate Land podcast? And he's like, you know, no, that's, I didn't even know. He goes, what's your name again? Kelly Smith. That's right. Uh, I always thought I hated color. I couldn't have been more wrong. Yeah. yeah. We got a so lot of that. Yeah. Because he's fun. He's fun. You know? He's a good guy. Stacy Simmons, Jay, literally the armchair quarterback, telling Aaron how to Google. What is that? It's a mean one, right? Well, wow. like armchair quarterback, someone. Yeah, yeah. You were playing the game. I was bombing. I was bombing. So you were playing Google. the game, mm-hmm. and then saying like, "Yeah, Jay, yeah." Yeah, Jay. At some points, he was just like, "Just give me the computer." Yeah, let me have like, it. Here yeah. you, go. you got it. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I was loving it. Yeah, I'm sure you were. <laughs> a lot of comments were like, "You got to give Brian the computer back," and I, I think oh. I think we've forgotten what it was like. <laughs> yeah, you know, our brains self defense mechanism. You only remember the good things in the past. Yeah, you right. forget the bad. Brian, when Brian had the computer, the screen was facing outward, <laughs> and he's like, "It's hard to type." <laughs> yeah, typing over. This. Yeah, because what is this? This is 2000. 15 computer? I've never seen This is not very ergonomic. Uh, I was listening to Jay, the Jay Cutler episode of my earbuds while standing at a urinal at work. Bonzo asked Jay how far he could throw a football, and I couldn't control my laughter. <laughs> I felt so embarrassed that I had to quickly zip up and flee the restroom without washing my hands to avoid having to explain why I'm laughing while going to the bathroom. <laughs> Uh, Mike, just be honest. You didn't want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, just admit it. Dude. I look. That's, a, that's how you handle it. We've right. all been there. We've all yeah, been there. Yeah. You go in there and you're like, no one's in there. You're like, perfect. Right. And then if they're sometimes if they're still at the funeral, I just go stand, cut the water on, just stand there, and I cut it off. Maybe grab one paper towel, wipe off my dry hands, and be like, all right, man, I'll see you out there. Yeah. Like you know, they have hand sanitizer outside the bathroom too. I always use that. You know what I like now? I saw it at the airport this weekend. Some of these. The the sink has everything right there. Mm-hmm. Water, soap, and the hand dryer right there at the sink. Yeah. And it's just a one-stop shop. I don't like a hand dryer. Yeah, I don't either. Well, if that's the only thing you got, yeah. then you have to use it. But I just hope they have hand sanitizer. Just They should put hand sanitizer in there. Well, those are all over the Let's airport, get rid but of the they're water. almost all empty. You say just get rid of soap and water altogether. Doesn't people, <laughs> we don't have sanitizer. enough water, just send the water to California. They need it. So just we don't, you know, just give give me hand sanitizer. I, I'm going to get rid of most of the water in the house. We have no water upstairs. They don't have to ship an iceberg if they do that. Yeah. If they do that, just cut down on washing hands. Uh, no one ever brings that up. <laughs> no one ever offers that as a solution. We yeah. go through a drought. Just tell people to stop washing their hands. Don't wash your hands. Are you anymore. just going to sanitize your whole body? No, you can still. Now you still have in the shower, oh, but okay. just getting rid of all the sinks. You know how many sinks we got in the world? Yeah, just brush your teeth with hand sanitizer in the sink. No, all in the right. Shower in the shower. Brush your teeth and should do move more stuff to the shower. Okay. So shave in the shower. I would shave in the shower. I mean, yeah, I don't brush shave, your teeth in there, but like, uh, yeah, I always shaved in the shower. Right. It was awesome. I never brushed my teeth in there, but I wish I would. <laughs> just still, to save time. Still yeah. can. I know. I just don't. I forget about it. But I wish I could. It's not too late. You go do it. I mean, it's look. The hardest part is when you go to bed at night. 
are you about to go out? You got to stand in the shower with your hat on. <laughs> and people are like, God, it start raining out tonight? You're like, no, I'll brush my teeth before I left. <laughs> Claire B. Wilson. Our daughter was born Friday, September 3rd, and her name is Indiana. We're calling her Indy. We thought it was good timing that the newest episode was Indiana. She's officially the youngest Nate Land podcast listener. Welcome to the world, Indiana. There's a pick. Oh, look at that. That's all awesome. sleep in it. Friday, September 3rd. Uh, <laughs> that's the day we recorded the episode. Oh, yeah? That's pretty oh, crazy. Wow, that's crazy. Indy. Congratulations. Congrats. That's awesome. Sean Herring, in response to Nate's question about what to do with her, with deer roadkill, I was a police officer for a small town where there was a prankster going out and leaving get well soon balloons next to roadkill. Turned out to be another officer. <laughs> that's very funny. That's so great. Uh, I like that. We got a picture of it. Oh, know. there's a picture of it? Yeah. If you don't want to see a, a dead deer. <laughs> don't look now. Mm. Yeah. yeah that's I mean, funny. even Pete is like, that's too much, man. And you're like, well, what a, that's a sense of humor right there. I know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's buying get well soon balloons everywhere. Just got a bunch <laughs> in his car. And they go, golly, man. If they, he comes in every time and they're like, Get some new friends or something. You don't. Why is everybody crumbling around you? He's like, no, 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 it's fine. I mean, he's. I mean, he's made by forty of these balloons. Well, these look like all different places around the country. So apparently, this is a thing. Oh, know, it's a thing that everybody does. I mean, I don't think that's all the same place. This is. I don't recommend searching for this on Google Images, guys. <laughs> yeah, a lot of dead animals on there. I apologize. Yeah, do uh, Conor McGregor machine gun killing. <laughs> that's a little bit easier. Uh, you know, look better off. Uh, all right. You have back-to-back meetings, errands to run, and chores to take care of. What is a secret to clearing your to-do list? A little help from DoorDash. You can get dinner, household essentials, and everything on your grocery list delivered. We use DoorDash here on the podcast. Uh, almost every week for lunch. We it's dude. DoorDash is awesome. I used to not like it, and then you. Then you're like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And you got to get used to it. I, there's a lot of people, I guarantee you, that are like me. And like you're just, when it happens, you're like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can do this. Uh-huh. And then you are you do it and you're like, well, that was pretty awesome. It'll you change. Know? It's life-changing. Yeah. They leave it at the steps sometimes, yeah. which is great. Uh, you want late-night ice cream? I've done, I've done a few Sonic runs, DoorDash. They bring it. And the ice cream's actually, it kind of melts enough to be where you're like, perfect. You know? <laughs> Along with the restaurants you love, you can now get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items in under an hour. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood, go to, or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Sonic, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. Uh, Ordering is easy. They even leave your orders outside your door. Like I said, choose contacts, delivery. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the, the DoorDash app and enter code Nate, that is 25% off up to $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the down uh, the DoorDash app in the app store, enter code Nate. Don't forget, that's code Nate for 25% off your first, your first order with DoorDash. Also, if you don't look, uh, if you don't look at your credit card statements, you're not alone. I don't look at mine, but my wife looks at them and is furious. <laughs> 
Debt can feel overwhelming, but Upstart can help you get on the path to financial freedom. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online, especially if you have a high interest credit card. Upstart knows you are more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit with a five-minute online rate check. Uh, you can see your rate up front for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. If you want to pay your loan off early, there are no prepayment penalties. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Nate. That is upstart.com slash Nate. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain others information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash Nate. And finally, to our friends, Viore. Viore is great. I love Viore. Viore is a new outlook on performance apparel. Perfect if you're sick and tired of traditional old workout gear. Like I always say, I have the Sunday performance joggers joggers and the core shorts. Both are extremely comfortable. I, uh, the core shorts are awesome. I've, I've worked out with them. I'm working out pretty in shape now, getting pretty huge. <laughs> and uh, I wear them. They have like the boxers in them, you know, which is always oh, my yeah. favorite. Oh, That's oh, the yeah. greatest thing ever. Yeah, I've learned. I never knew, but I would love it if you can have your boxers just sewed into your all your clothes yeah they they, you can do that and that's what's great i do like that can you imagine brushing your teeth in the shower jumping in i mean you can save so much time i mean yeah i mean think about the time you're saving everything is designed to work out in but does not it doesn't look like it or feels like you work out it is comfortable you want to wear it all the time you can wear it on planes i'm a big uh people don't like wear some kind of this kind of athletic clothing you can get a collar shirt Something like that, wear some nice pants. Uh, it's very comfortable clothing traveling, and you look nice, and that's what I was like. Ordering online is very easy. The website is not cluttered, very easy to pick styles and color options, and everything has a great fit to it. Do yourself a favor and get your own Viore. Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some, some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash Nate. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash Nate. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75, $75 and free returns. Go to viore.com slash Nate and discover Viore clothing like we did. All right, everybody. Uh, so we, uh, we had, uh, yeah, my voice could sound kind of crazy now. I don't know. I did eight shows this week, and the shows were unbelievable. Uh, they were just so nice. It was so nice to be back out. The Let's Go folks, when they yelled that, uh, it was a lot of shows, four nights, eight shows. Uh, I got back last night, and uh, it's it's been fun. You know, it's been – it's just so nice to be back out. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the video you walking out on stage. That's really cool. Yeah. It's a cool walk. Out yeah, and then I met Tyler Joseph uh, the next night. We did so. This shirt. That's what I was at. Jason Day's got a, a like a for their foundation, Brighter Day Foundation, and so they do a, a golf tournament, and then we all hang out at Jason's house. And this shirt is LPGA. It's uh, Michelle Wee West it's a, uh, thing that she wears. Very comfortable shirt. I'm trying to get my daughter to get into golf, so I'm just trying to look the part. So hints her way. Yeah, yeah. She did. I wanted I told her I would show everybody this. She got the game ball on her softball game. That's awesome. Yeah. Played shortstop. They she caught it, second threw it to second base, got the girl out. 
And that's, I mean, they, they've just learned how to play like right. three weeks ago. They don't uh-huh. know anything about softball. And we've played some teams where you're like, well, they've been playing together for a long time. Yeah. And then so she knew to, she scooped it up. The girl ran over. She threw it to the girl, mm. got the out. Game ball. That's awesome. Pretty That's excited great. about this right here. Yeah. Uh, so very, very fun for that. They're the, their name is the Nightmares. <laughs> Did you name the yeah, team? Like yeah. You came up with that. We come out to uh, Enter Sandman. Uh, <laughs> that's how we, the girls run out. Just remember, like, I don't even know how the song goes. But it's, it's uh, yeah, they voted. It's very funny. I, it's, uh, kids are just the greatest thing on earth. And uh, they all wanted to name, she wanted to name hers Flame, which is her favorite horse. That right. She goes to this little horse camp. Yeah. Uh, and she has a full-time job there uh, at nine. But the horse there is named Flame, so she wanted to be called the Flames, which I, th- I thought was a great name yeah. for baseball. And uh, and then every other girl had like a fun name, and then they let them vote, and uh, three of the girls all voted for Nightmares. <laughs> so they're like, we're the Nightmares. Still a horse reference, is it? Uh, nightmares? Yeah. A mare? Who's Isn't it? a mare a horse? At, at night? Yeah. A nightmare? loose. Yeah. I don't think anybody's thinking about that. You sound uh, like you, I mean, you sound I like the uncle first. that talks to the niece. You're like, ah, it's still, it's still something. And they're like, and, it, and the parents at home going, we got to get this fixed. And you're like, ah, it's still like, this nightmare. Guy, this guy's a nightmare. I'm just saying, you could still spin it as a horse, yeah. as a horse reference. You could. That's true. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, Do they thought we were on a roll there. You kind of shut it down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Do they play at night? They do play at night. All right. So I said you're going. I was like, you're gonna have you're gonna have nightmares. Her team. I was like telling her, I was like, you go tell them you're gonna have nightmares about us every week. We lose. Uh, I think first week we lost fifteen to four. So someone's leaving home with a nightmare. Them, us, it's a nightmare. But they're very. Fun. I love watching them. It's so fun. And they're she uh, she did catching in practice Sunday, and I was I was a catcher. Yeah. And so I was pretty pumped about that. You know, I get to tell her some stuff to go do. I got to go buy out, like, when we bought her the glove and everything. Yeah. And uh, and she likes it. She likes it a lot. So uh, I was very pumped that she got that. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so I did the show. I, like I said, Jay Culler came to the show and uh, uh, with, uh, you know, is all in that. U.S. Weekly? Yeah, Jenna Kramer. <laughs> I don't know. It's Yeah, they were in the U.S. Weekly. Uh <laughs> It's a little different, different type of magazine. A lot of gun stuff, uh, and then they go a little the gossip part of it. They go in the U.S. I mean, I don't know why, dude. I just kept going. I couldn't not say Us Weekly. Yeah, I had Joe Zimmerman, and Mike Vecchione were with me this weekend. If anybody was at those shows, uh, they're both two amazing comedians. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I was telling Joe and Mike all weekend because they mentioned us all of it, and they were uh, they said I was like U.S. Weekly mentioned us. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even realizing I was saying it. And Joe was like, are you saying U.S.? He goes, do you mean Us Weekly? <laughs> uh, so, but it was nice. I was in the mix of just some, you know, some kind of some do celebrity you, gossip. Do you think Kristen, what's her name? Cal, Cal, Cavalieri. Do you think she hates you now? I hope not. I mean, I've actually met her too. Uh, so I'd be friends with everybody. I don't, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what all's going on, man. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I don't want to lose Jay. That's all I don't, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So I want to tell him, yo, I'm not the source. I just tell him, look, I wasn't the source, but this is 
one of the bigger things that ever happened to me in my career, <laughs> Jay. And I need you. To- <laughs> well, Lisa says you know, she had they had a fun date night. What if they broke up there because the um, show was so awful? Yeah, well, you brought me to this. It was great because they kept they say a lot. The show was super great yeah. and yeah. all that stuff, which was nice. It would be funny. Was the show good? They're like, it was not. So we were able to focus our attention pretty hard on Jay and Jenna. <laughs> and uh, that was nice. Yeah. So it was nice that they uh, did that. Uh, uh, Aaron also, you had a big week. Yeah. Well, I, first of all, I did the Tulsa Looney Bin and right, had that's a lot what of. I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, let's go ahead. Tell me about the first pitch. No, but you can talk about Tulsa. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Like, yeah, was- yeah Tulsa Funny Bone. <laughs> Uh, Looney Bin. Looney Bin. Looney Bin there in Tulsa. Had a lot of podcast fans come out. And the uh, the Eatons, I think their name was, they're a couple that likes the podcast. They brought a tube or a can of gout ointment <laughs> for me to autograph. <laughs> which is Oh, the, they kept it. They kept it. They kept it. They wanted me to sign it. Eatons, he needs it. <laughs> but you didn't bring two and go just sign one and then... We're, we're, uh, the other one's for you. It's called Gout and You. That's, that's what it was called there. We'd love for you to sign this. So that was, that was very, that sounds fun. like a book you'd read about gout. It does. Yeah. How to deal with, how to deal with gout, gout and you. Yes. And you're like, all right. So you just found out you have gout. Yeah. What now? He goes, well, sit, you're already probably sitting down. So stay sitting down. Stay sitting down. <laughs> Yeah, it's called Gout and You. Gout and You is what the ointment was called. That's a good name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's very fun when people people yeah. do stuff like that. Yeah, you know. All right. Yeah. Um, and then the first pitch. Yeah. The first pitch I threw. Oh out. my god! What? You just kind of trailed off after. I thought you just roll into the first pitch. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first pitch was awesome, man. Yeah. They. Uh, so somebody Wade who works for the Nashville Sounds, mm-hmm. is a podcast fan. So without consulting me, I'm glad he did it. He added Gout Survivor to my <laughs> bio so that as I'm walking to the mound, the announcer goes, our first pitch tonight is Aaron Weber. Aaron is a stand-up comedian and Gout Survivor in the, <laughs> in the Nashville area. So super funny. That was really cool. That's why minor league, yeah. I mean, minor league baseball is awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's how sports should be. Like that's so funny. Uh-huh. The names are funny. Yeah. It's just great. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really, really cool just yeah. to get to do that and uh, do a high strike. What I does think. that mean? That means it was pretty high. It was pretty high. Yeah, a loose one a strike. You yeah. need a you need a favorable ump. Yeah. Did yeah. the catcher but, catch it? Oh no. If Larry Bird was your ump, you'd be like, he would have called it a strike. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Six foot nine. Six foot nine. Larry Bird. The uh, mascot didn't catch it, man. It was, so that was the mascot? It went over his head? The mascot was catching it. How high did it go? It, no, it went through his glove. Oh. He just missed it. Oh, it was too much heat. Oh, okay. It was too much heat, for yeah. sure. Did you, go, did you go on the mound? I walked all the way up to the rubber. Yeah? And threw it. Did away. they say anything to you afterwards? Like, no. Yeah. They were like, we just we don't care anymore, dude. Oh, really? <laughs> no, not really. They were like, it's the end of the season. They're like, yeah. yeah, just just go out there and have do whatever. Fun. Yeah. Did anyone react when you threw it? <clears throat> uh, watching the video, you actually hear a couple people kind of boo. Yeah. From the top because uh, it was not a great pitch. Yeah. But there were people there that were fans of the podcast. I got a couple let's goes. Yeah. As I was walking around before. Oh, that's stuff. cool. It was man. really really cool. Yeah. I need to go. I need to go to Soundscape. I haven't been to their new stadium. I'm just, I need a Sounds hat. Yeah. I'm going to go up there and buy it. Like, you know. Well, Wade, who runs all the merch and stuff, is a big Oh, he fan. runs the merch. Yeah. He, or uh, I don't know his exact 
the title. But Probably yeah. does a little more than that. Yeah, he might be. Go, yeah, Wade, uh, I think he sweeps up or something like that. But he, He's the president. you know, takes the trash out. He'll look around when he picks up all the cups that everybody leaves. He'll see if there's some hats laying on the ground and uh, maybe grab you a couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in there. He's a big fan. Yeah. He's a big fan of the podcast. So. And Bates, you had your Grand Ole Opry debut. I did. Yeah, man. It was uh it was great. They I mean it was the Clampets come to Nashville. I took the family and Oh yeah. Your we, mom had to be thrilled. She was. And um my sister went and, and my wife and we pulled up and the guy at the guard shack said, Hello folks. Dude. Oh really? Didn't watch the podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was a good sign. Yeah, yeah. We pulled in and they treat your first time, I mean, they roll out the red carpet. They had, I had my own assigned parking spot yeah, with my oh, name wow. on it. And um, your dad called me that morning and he said, hey, we're debating. Um, people here are saying you're just on the Grand Ole Opry show tonight. But I told him you have your own show at the Grand Ole Opry tonight. Yeah. And I'm like, you thought I had my own show yeah. at the Grand Ole Opry house a month before Nate did. Yeah. He's like, I thought so. And I was like, no, I'm just on the show. He's he believes like, in you more than you. And then he said, oh, it's just the gra- – I'm not going to – he's like, those tickets are too – I'm not going to come to that. <laughs> Somehow it's flipped like I was trying to talk him into it. And we hang up with him just being like, I'm not coming to that. Yeah. And then uh, the show went great. We Everyone treated us so good. They gave us a, a hat show print of uh, the the show. You know, yeah. the, Very nice. I don't, but um, – That's it right there. There's the poster. Oh, yeah. What is that called? Hatch show print. It's a – Oh, it's like a, not just a poster? Did they change it to poster afterwards because it made more sense? <laughs> a hat? That's the name like of it. Like H-A-T, show print. H-A-T-C-H, hatch. Hatch. Yeah. Show, oh. They're a local oh. company that does a lot of they said hat posters. show, oh, hatch show print. But they're like legendary, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're, yeah, I've known them. And they gave me one, and my mom, uh, we got in the car leave, and my mom said, I wanted to get one of those too, but in the gift shop, but it was $12. And she's like, I'm not paying $12. <laughs> yeah. For a poster that's gonna they're just gonna throw away after yeah. <laughs> so my mom didn't get one because she didn't want to spend twelve dollars. <laughs> uh, so but we had we had a great time. The show was great. And Did you go first? No, I went I went third. Oh wow. I uh Is it all singers? Mm-hmm. And then you Yep. Is How much did time did you do? John Connolly right there? Yeah, it's John Connolly. I did uh, 13 minutes, which oh, wow. that's pretty lengthy. That's yeah. long, yeah. For yeah. the Opry. And yeah. Yeah, it went great. and um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they treated us great. So it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. There's me with my mom in the reserve parking space. You got that sign now? I did. They give yeah. you that. Oh, yeah. they give you that sign? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They, uh, they really treated us great. Yeah. And my mom, yeah, she had a blast. So much fun. Yeah, that's the the best. That's she, awesome. If she could have just gotten that poster. <laughs> yeah. And that's so great. It's Twelve dollars is a lot, you know. She's like, Poof. I mean you can I mean to her I mean I think she could have probably said that's my son. Can I have it? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they might have said, sure. <laughs> we could have if I just asked the Opry, they would have gotten me another one. Yeah. Right. But we were in the car driving home. <laughs> She's like, I'm not paying twelve dollars. Yeah. For that, that's ridiculous. It's a piece yeah. of paper. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it away when I get home anyway. So I don't know why I would pay twelve dollars for it. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's really look at cool, that. Man. It's already aired. It's on. Can people see it. No, I mean this was just uh, radio. The radio. Yeah, yeah. That's how you were meant to be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
That's the closest I've come to like, I mean, because you can, I think you can listen to WSM radio. Well, obviously oh, yeah. online you can listen anywhere, but yeah. I right. think their signal goes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's a, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's got to be one of the biggest radio shows. You know, longest running, is it? it's the longest running, yeah. Live, 90, live, 95 years. Live radio show. 95 years. Yeah. That's crazy. They're coming up on their 5,000th Saturday night yeah. or something crazy like yeah. that. So it's been going on 95 a years sounds better than 5,000 Saturday nights. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. 5,000 is a lot, though. 95 years is a lot. Yeah, but 5,000 is a bigger number than 95. But I think I have to go like, okay. So you to, like you just think like, about the Saturdays, but 95 years sounds crazy it's like when we talked about how lightning is so much hotter than the sun but you needed to hear an oven yeah to kind of get it down okay. you have to kind of something yeah okay five thousand saturday nights i'm like gotta do some math there yeah how many saturday nights are in a year 52 yeah all right so that's almost 100 years yeah Fine. that's all you that can't, that's that wasn't that but much, you're fine but you're trying to just get me to go <laughs> So it's 95 years. So yeah. you're trying to guess the thing that we should just be saying. <laughs> we should just be saying 95. You, that's that's what 5,000 nights is. 5,000 nights sounds like someone's Saturdays. Sounds like someone's just going like, oh, there's, we've been doing this for 5,000 Saturdays. God, that's crazy. How long has that been? 95 years ago? Yeah, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> and I would have been probably, if I didn't have to search through this to find that answer. Yeah, okay. It never stops at 5,000 Saturdays and they walk away and they're like, can you believe that? <laughs> It's 5,000 Saturdays. I've been alive for two 2,500 Saturdays. You, <laughs> no one celebrated that on their birthday. <laughs> Guys, welcome. This is my 1,000th Saturday, and I couldn't be here without any of you. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe they should, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. The Opry seems to think so. They've been pushing that for a while, coming up on number 5,000. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's a lot. Oh, look, Derek Barganzi liked it. There you go. He listened. Yeah. Uh, you mean, awesome, man. Oh, what was I supposed to mention? Oh, well, you were in the Atlantic. Oh, it's yeah. A very nice article. Atlantic. Yeah, it was very a nice article. article. Yeah. Nicest man in stand up. That doesn't sound like that after just. <laughs> I don't think they listen to this podcast. Literally, everybody. I saw some people comment that. I uh, like, uh, haven't listened to Nate call Brian and Aaron losers and idiots <laughs> yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I think they just met among comics who have made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a, a select group. Yeah. Well, it's fun. Yeah. You know, it's like that's what. Uh, yeah. You know, I always think that because always it is like sometimes you, but it's like that's just us being comics, like right. You know, right. Like that's what you do. Like it was, well, like this weekend we had like you know so we had uh, Shay was playing in uh, Greenville. We both started in Greenville. And then so we had uh, John Augustine came, Doug Brown, the guy that did the music at the beginning of this, and he's done a bunch of other things that are way better than that. Mm-hmm. I, like, that's his only credit. Uh, you know, he got lucky enough to land the opening song of this podcast. Uh, and so we all went. We went golfing and stuff like that. And it, But it's, yeah, you get you start getting background comics, and it's just trashing each other. And it's like, that's just, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh-huh. But we are nice about it right. afterwards. Right, right. You know, that's the fun part. But it was a very, very nice article. Tim, Al- Tim uh, Alberta, he was with us that whole weekend with all my buddies and my family. And uh, it was very, very cool. Very big deal. I mean, the greatest headline I could ever ask for. I know. It's very nice. That's yeah. what I, I do want that. 
As much as I sound like I, uh, my humor is slow. <laughs> Calls uh, you a human Xanax bar at one yeah, point. Yeah, which yeah. I loved. I think he said he asked me. He goes, I've heard that. Is that accurate to say? I was like, I get. I don't know where you've heard that, but he's like, well, people are talking, and <laughs> he totally made that up. And yeah. he's like, hey, people are saying this. He goes, real downer. Is that fair to say? I go, could you go Xanax bar? And he goes, all right. Uh, uh, yeah, he. It was no. It was great. He was. Super nice, and that's what I do want. I want to. I would rather be known like I like that. Like you want to be the funniest stand up you could ever be, yeah. but I want to be nice to everybody. And like right. I give a hard time to us, to our friends, to the other comics, but I don't do that. You know, it's not like I'm just a nightmare. Yeah, I try to meet everybody. Right. Take pictures, have fun. Everybody's very, very nice. And so, yeah, that's it. It was a very, very nice article. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so, all right. Well, we're going to get started. We're going to do just now get started. Uh, I'm just praying for other people. How are you doing? Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. All the people that fast forward the whole front. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about 2000, the year 2000s. So not the year, but the, no. the 2000s. Well, that's the thing. What do you even call the decade? The 2000s? I mean, that's what we call it, I guess, but that's not right. I call it the OOs. OOs. The O O. It's three O's. O's. There is three O's. The yeah, but, but the decade. There's yeah, no the- T. Oss. <laughs> oh, 2000. That's why you call it Oss? Why would you call it Oss? What, what did you think I just said? Oss. But you said Oz? No, Oss. Okay. I might have said Oz, but I meant Oz. Yeah, I might want to fast forward a little bit. Oh, like the O's? Okay. O and then S. I just don't know where the T came from. Did you say Ots? Yeah, Ots. The Ots. The Ots. Where does the T come from? It's the Ot means like uh, like we we called the first the first decade of the 1900s. Yeah. It's called the Ots. Was Ots, it? The Ots, the 10s, the 20s, the 30s. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've never I, heard that ever. You remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was about to say... Finally, we're in a decade you can remember and bring something to the table. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. Sorry. And you're starting right, off with odds, so not yeah. going good. <laughs> I know someone said that if you, to be 21 now, all they look at is if, if there's a 19, they don't look past that. Yeah. Everybody that was born with a 19 in front of them are all 21. Yeah. It's very easy right now. Yeah. To be a bouncer. Yeah. My old this roommate's is, a bouncer on Broadway. He was like, I can tell if his ID's fake so quickly. Why? I don't, I don't, he said, I can just feel it. Yeah. Like he just holds it and he just knows. He goes, I ain't buying it. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, why not? He goes, well, it's paper and it's this big. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he feels. He goes, I, I'm sorry, I've never seen an iPad or a license the size of an iPad. Oh, let me see. Oh, you we were born paper. in uh, 1935. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, the odds was mentioned. Yeah. And Wikipedia. What do you call it? I mean, I always call it the 2000s, but I know that's not technically right. Yeah, because we're technically still in the 2000s right now, right? Yeah. I mean, now we're in the 20s. Finally, we're in a decade. I know what to call it. Yeah. I just The, the 20s. Do we call it the 19s? Well, it wouldn't be. Wait. That would be a year. Are oh, you talking about the, the last? The, the, the 2020s. Oh, you're talking about the 20s. Two, 20s. Yeah, 2020s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now we're in the roaring 20s. Right. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. the last two decades, I don't know what. Well, the 10s. You got to get us out. Is easy, right? 
When like I feel like 1920s, like we call it the 20s, we're still referring to 19 when uh-huh. we say 20s. Uh-huh. You got to get us out. You know, we need to all be. You know, once we're all dead, <laughs> and then in the 70s, they will be like, you know, my grandfather was born in the 20s, and uh-huh. they will know it means 2020s. Right. We're right. too close to it. We're in the thick of it uh-huh. right now. So I don't think we can call it the 20s because we still all think old 20s. Right. Mm. I, I think the next do. generation will. I wonder if you talk to like uh, like Harper. Does she if you say the 20s? We she... talk about it quite a bit. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she says. I don't know what she says. Yeah. So this was the uh, 2000s, the first decade of the 21st century. I don't think she understands 1900. Like I was born in 1979. That sounds insane. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, it sounds insane to me. Uh huh. You're just so, you're like, golly, man. Whole now, it's time. a whole, just another world. Mm-hmm. It sounds so old. 79, born in the 70s. It's crazy. As you were too. Yeah. Yeah. When you did Grand Ole Opry, like 800 Saturdays have only been. <laughs> That's probably right. Yeah, they go, this is the 800th Saturday. God, I never thought they'd make it this long. I have been a lot live longer now than the Grand Opera. More than than half. <laughs> than hee haw. Not he, but the pencil. <laughs> the they were two they weren't at twenty five hundred shows when I was born. When you yeah. were born, did they not have softball? <laughs> when was softball invented? <laughs> Look up and see when softball was invented. It was bigger than that. I'll say that. Yeah. When I grew up, yeah, softballs were bigger. Well, these is little kids. Well, they were all the same size. When- 1887 right. softball was invented. So you at least knew what it was. Uh, <laughs> that seems early for a softball. I know. In Chicago, Illinois. I'm guessing it was still a men's sport back then. I feel like you would be a guy that would invent softball. Like you would be playing baseball and you're like, too what if we just throw it underhanded and make the ball bigger? A lot easier, a lot softer. Yeah. Yeah. A lot easier. Make the whole bat yeah. a sweet spot? Yeah, the whole yeah. bat's a sweet spot. <laughs> and they go, I guess so. Uh, yeah. He's like, maybe get some girls out here. And it's just you playing with the girl. <laughs> Let's get it out there. I was telling Aaron about this guy, the king in his court. Have you ever heard of them? No. It's four softball players, and they would just beat everybody. Just pitcher, catcher, shortstop, first baseman. And they'd never lose. Really? Yeah. He, well, I mean, he would. this was fast pitch softball, so yeah. they rarely could even hit it. It was men? Yeah. So mm-hmm. men play fast pitch softball? I I mean, yeah, there's leagues there. Yeah. Here they are. And they would they would play teams of nine, right? And, and just, one guy – Teams so of ten. There's yeah. four guys and two, four, six, seven eyes. <laughs> if you're listening at home and you can't listen, four guys and only seven eyes, and they beat everybody. <laughs> they would beat teams of what, A guy's nine, got an iPad people? Yeah. With just four dudes. Yeah. Seven eyes. Yeah. <laughs> what position does that guy play? He's got to be on the left side of the field. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Because I'll play first, obviously. <laughs> yeah. That's the first thing, obviously. Can you run over to third? Nah, well, so I remember, uh, I think that guy in the middle probably was a pretty big help. I thought you guys are old. Who would they play? The old guy in the middle there was the pitcher. Yeah. So who, where was this? I mean, they'd go over the cut. They're kind of like the Globetrotters, except, oh. except it wasn't fake. I mean, they really would beat you. I think he They'd just, beat a whole team. Yeah. Because it was rare anyone could even hit him. Yeah. And if they did, they could barely hit it. And and then they would just rock everybody when they would get up to bat. Yeah. And his fast pitch. She said he wanted to do just three guys, but he realized if they all got on base, somebody's got a bat. Oh, yeah. 
So that's where the he goes. You know what? Next best thing, bring my buddy Jack. He's got one eye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How much of a slap in the face is that? Fine, Jack, we'll do four. But Jack, our fourth guy, yeah, Jack, go stay in the right field. <laughs> he just stands on the white. He stands on the uh, outfield line. <laughs> He goes, he played first base and he's like, you know what? Never saw a runner touch the bag because he just never sees it out there. <laughs> he catches ball and goes, has to look and be like, out. Oh, great. <laughs> and throws it back. He doesn't know where he's at. <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable, dude. I've never heard of that. How long do they do that for? Um, I think they did it for, I think this is like during the 60s and 70s. Wow. King and his court. I think that guy, didn't I tell you he's from Alabama? From Huntsville or something? I think so. Yeah, I think that I think that's why we started. He was the greatest softball player of all time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> the golfer too. He's I mean, so old looking. He's so old looking, <laughs> and he just was killing it. Yeah, yeah. Four guys. I mean, that's they should some that could that could happen again, and everybody would watch it. Yeah, four guys beating an entire team. Yeah. Did they ever lose? I mean, they lost some, but they won the vast majority. Like they were juicing a little bit. This yeah. Guy, well, this guy's a little so I, I mean, I've seen – so when you play like church ball, there's men's softball in church. Yeah. And I remember seeing there was like leagues where a home a home run's an out. Mm-hmm. So like you can, or you're only allowed to hit – some of them, a home run was an out. And some of them – Wait, why? Because these guys could hit home runs every time. This was slow oh. pitch. And they would be – you'd always be – Playing with a guy that's like, that guy had a cup of coffee with the Cubs, and then he's out there just, mm. ball's gone. Mm. Yeah. And so they would, they could, there's teams that could just all hit home runs. So they just all had to. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I never heard of that. Makes sense, though. Yeah. I mean, it was, I played, I played in Chicago when I was in Chicago. I played softball for maybe our restaurant I worked at or something. Uh, but you'd always play some teams that were just, you're like, these dudes, you know, didn't make it to the pros. Maybe they played in college, and then they just come dominate. Yeah. So they had a catcher, pitcher, and then two guys in the infield. I think a shortstop and a first baseman. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the guy with the one eye was the catcher. It'd probably be better to put him there. I guess. But, boy, if you miss it, it's going to hurt. Yeah. yeah, but he's just tossing the – yeah. That's but he's like – he just knows the <laughs> – He's just turned his, his head. head angled a little bit. Always catches it. King. King. Yeah. Right here. He just, I mean, the where is, yeah. He's just sitting there behind the plate. He's coming home. He goes, and he just has to, you know, he doesn't even know. <laughs> That's their only, their only slide. weakness was all the times they, someone stole third. He goes, and that's the only thing people couldn't figure out was like, if you still third, I mean, you can just walk by him. He's like, he's always startled. Oh, God, where'd you come from? <laughs> he's coming. He's coming. <laughs> All right, the 2000s. Yeah. The aughts. It's the first decade of the 21st century and the first of the third millennium. Mm. First of the third millennium. Yeah. So I had to think about that. It seemed like it'd be the second millennium, but yeah. zero to a thousand was the first, thousand to two thousand okay. was the second. Yeah. It actually, the, the new millennium started on uh, 2001. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the Kramer. Yeah. Newman. Yep. Um, and it started, the first place was. But everybody celebrated 2000. Yeah. 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 It was Y2K. Yeah. Were you guys worried about Y2K? 
Uh, I think a little bit. I mean, like it was just like you didn't know if something was going to happen. You didn't. I mean, there was all this stuff like everything's going to go down. I don't know. It just, yeah. It was like so futuristic. It felt like mm-hmm. like you're coming out of the 1900s. Not that we didn't have stuff. But you don't have computers. We didn't have all this stuff. So then, right when you get 2000, everybody's kind of computers. The internet's kind of going. <clears throat> so I feel like everybody was, you know, like just talking. Like it was. It could be crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think where I was. Well, we talked about this on the 90s episode. Yeah. You said know. you didn't have a job that would require anything to be shut down by Y2K. Yeah, yeah. You were either driving the drunk car simulator yeah. or... Maybe I was... I think I was doing that. Yeah, I think I was doing that. Which actually just reached... Those people reached out to me. Because they, they listen to the podcast? Uh, I don't know if they listen to the podcast, but uh, <clears throat> they might come to the show, which I'd love to see them. Well, New Zealand was the first uh, country in the world to welcome the new millennium. That's where it starts. Yeah. Well, they're first every time. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, every night. Yeah, every night they're first. I got a buddy there. I call him every day. I go, how's it looking today? <laughs> he goes, stay in bed. Go, all right. Make some heads up. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is New Zealand farther? Uh, so it's like New Zealand and Australia. They're very close, but. Yeah, New Zealand yeah. gets it first. Yeah. So there had to be one guy. I wonder if there was a guy. <laughs> Standing on the ocean to go like, you know, as the time zone passes him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I was the first to see the year 2000. Yeah. But then I like to picture there was another guy in the ocean and they both had to keep just backing up <laughs> to be the first. And they finally agreed, let's both be the first. Yeah. And then right when it came, one guy dropped back and he goes, you, are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> and then when they don't realize too, then they kind of go up and then the guy just pokes his head up out of the water. He's been behind him the whole time in the scuba gear. <laughs> So they're actually the second and third guy. First. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they even have a city, Gisborne, New Zealand. There right, it there's is. right there. There's Gisborne. Well, that's water, but. Wow. Well, uh. Google. They live on the Owen Google. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand's a lot smarter. Well, I knew a guy, or my sister, like, I think had a boyfriend that was from New Zealand. He played basketball for New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Or like was a basketball player. Yeah. He's man, a that's Kiwi. a journey, man. Yeah. So the time zone just comes out of nowhere, and, and then it hits that little Gisborne. What was the crooked line, the dotted line? And then it's like, so the Southern Ocean, I mean, they got to be like, well, we saw it. Like, I guess that's where it ends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who's the last one I wondered to get it? Yeah, who's the last? Oh, let's Argentina. go to oh, the go other up. side. Or it's China, probably right in front Russia. of New Zealand then. Yeah, right? so go up. Hawaii? Uh, no, Alaska. Is that line even the line? Yeah, I don't. I don't Google even, Map. I don't know if Google messed it up. I don't think that's a time zone line though. Well, why would they have it there then, Aaron? I mean, I don't know. how you the North Pacific Ocean would, and the Philippine Sea. It looks like a kid that was just drawing a yeah. dots. Well, let's look up the time zone map oh, of the world, probably. Yeah, All right, there you go. There's the world. Yeah, uh, I mean that's not the one I would have clicked on. But <laughs> the other one has the words. Like, like this one, a, a cave yeah. drawing. Yeah. yeah. You just did the opposite. All right. Yeah, go down. Scroll down. Let me find it right yeah. here. Oh, boy. Where does it begin? Oh, no. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll get back to it. Just see. Just look at it. You need Jay Cutler back on here to whip me into shape, dude. Jay's going to see this and be like. <laughs> Told y'all. Yeah. Um, so the 2000 presidential election was one of the craziest in, in history. George W. Bush and Al Gore. It wasn't decided until over a month later. Yeah. So Bush was sworn in in 2000. 
And then... Do you, and uh, Were you in the news then? Mm-hmm. Was it just, you know... Yeah, because Gore's, Gore's campaign, uh, where they watched the results, he did it in Nashville. I guess. Yeah. That's where they... Wow. Did y'all go? Well, I mean, I was working, so... Yeah, I know. Did you go to it when... Or you were at, at the I was the at the station, yeah. yeah. But obviously, I mean, national news from all over... Well, I mean, all over the world was in Nashville um, because that's where he was. Yeah, Al Gore was on the plane behind me once. The big guy. Yeah. <laughs> Is he big? Yeah. yeah. I called his house once and he got mad at me. Well, what'd you say? Because I asked who was speaking. Yeah. It was when I was working the news and we had heard that his mom had passed away. Mm. And they told me to find out. <laughs> and I oh, called yeah. his house and he answered the phone. Yeah. And I I was so surprised he answered. And I was like, uh, who's speaking? <laughs> Yeah, and he's, which is really rude to anybody that you call. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. you Not call the them and president. immediately yeah. go, who, who am I talking to? Yeah. Let me call you back. <laughs> Hello? Let me call you back. <laughs> and then I, he said, uh, who are you calling for? And I said, uh, Vice President Al Gore. And he said, this is Vice President Al Gore. I was like, oh. And I was like, well, I was calling to say how your mom's doing. <laughs> She's dead. And that's what, he said, that's what happened? She was okay. She oh. was all right. But he wasn't happy that I called him. That's, was man. this when you tried to start the TMZ section of Channel 5 News? <laughs> you just trying to get on the horn? You were one-on-one on the phone with the, with the vice president. And yeah. At his home in Carthage. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I was just so shocked he would answer his own phone. How'd yeah, you get his so number? We phone had book. like, no, but we had like contact numbers, but you just don't ever think you're going to get the actual person, just like somebody there. Yeah. This is during landlines. Yeah. Yeah, Butler or something. I mean, the guy, I know, but he's like, I'm at home. Yeah. I answered my own phone. When I'm tending to my sick yeah. mom. Yeah. <laughs> Bryce, how far can you throw a football? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Al, Albert, what do you want to hear right now? Um, all right. So uh, Bush is elected president. Um, and then a few months after he was elected, of course, we just had the 20-year anniversary, terrorist attack, 9-11. Mm. Mm. in there. <laughs> Let everybody know. Where were you in 9 11? Uh, I was. I stayed home that day. I was. I was recycling tires, and uh, I had to get up at like six every morning to do or something. And I called in sick that day. Yeah, I don't know. You what, felt something. Uh, was a mess. Something. You were a suspect yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I go, Interesting. I had a lot. I had a lot going on that day. Uh, <laughs> and they no. I felt. I just was like tired. I felt. I called in sick. And then Laura was getting up to go to work uh, or something. Like You're already Laura, married? No. No. So maybe Laura wasn't there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ruin everything. Sorry. <laughs> I guess I said Laura was going to work. Yeah. She called me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And told me, get up and look at the news. And then uh, we watched it. And then, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Craziest thing ever. Yeah. Do you remember it? Fifth grade. I was in yeah. fifth grade. Mm. Principal came on over the speaker and goes, there's been a plane crash. And we were like, why? Thanks. <laughs> we don't care. And then we just went home mm. after that. Yeah. They let everybody go home. They let everybody go home. Yeah. Half day. Yeah. So we were pumped. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know any better. Yeah. We were like, this is yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. man. What a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to remember this day yeah. forever. We got a half day. Yeah. You and your classmates get together every September 11th <laughs> and go, remember this day? It's the day we got out of school. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. Just had the yeah, yeah. I mean, just unbelievable. My wife was at the White House. Yeah, 
uh, Ruth worked for uh, Condoleezza Rice for the, and uh, she was in the Situation Room when when it happened. So they told her to gather, get her contacts together. They're going to try to. Bush was supposedly coming back to the White House at that time, mm-hmm. and they were going to meet with some foreign leaders. So she had to get the contacts together to arrange it. And then things just kept getting crazier, and Secret Service came in and, and grabbed Condoleezza and ushered her out. And then Bush Ruth in the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was 25 years old. I mean, she had just started there a few yeah. months earlier. And yeah. her her boss, this woman who's kind of like a mentor to her and like a second mother, said, "Just give me the contacts and run." She said, I've lived twice as long as you have, so you just get out. Whoa. Oh, wow. And um, so she just she just left. This woman just, you know, told her to do this. And then, if, and you know, if United Flight 93. She ran to the Pentagon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flight 93, if, it hadn't, if they hadn't to take that plane down, they think it was going to go to the White House yeah. or the Capitol. Oh, wow. So. Yeah. Pretty crazy. That's what they did think? Yeah, they think that's what it was yeah. going that's to. where it was heading. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so one more plane, they thought it was going Capital. I mean, probably where the White House would have been. Probably where. Yeah, but he would have never. But I mean, can you imagine? I mean, oh man, those people in Flight ninety three is awesome. Yeah, the mm-hmm. fact that they were able to even realize that, like you know, they knew the other stuff, and uh, I mean, obviously, everybody on the plane, it's just brutal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I yeah. Mean, I don't know if they would. I wonder if they would have even made it there, like because they those fighter jets go up and. It would have been shot down anyway. Yeah, I mean, it had to be shot down somewhere. You know, I mean, you think, but I mean, it's such a crazy thing that I. It's almost no matter how smart and prepared you could possibly be. Yeah, how do you even know to stop something that insane? I yeah. know, I know, and if it's cut them so off guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people are amazing. So this is Ruth. She's like three months in working at the White House. A few months in, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh man, this is an easy job. I'm coasting, mm. and then this happens. Yeah. It's got to be crazy. Yeah. To be in the thick of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to be there. I mean, that's the one. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, any other massacres you want to Oh, say? I got a bunch on here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Katrina. I was going to say, let's do Katrina next. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. Get to some, uh, the Pope died. <laughs> oh, no. In the year 2000? 2005. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it when they, when they have to redo it, though. They have to reelect it. When they do the smoke. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, 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 it's fun. We watched that live at my school. That's yeah. the kind of stuff we would watch live. Well, it's like kind of like it's a sad thing that the Pope dies, but it's pretty fun to yeah. watch the your. You know, that's how they let everybody know the the city know they put that smoke up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Pope John Paul was Pope from seventy eight to two thousand five. People liked him, right? It's a long run. It's a long run. Yeah. Was he shot once? He was shot once, and then he brought the guy in and gave him confession. Wow. The guy that shot him. There's a famous picture of the two of them. He let together. him confess to him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He came in. And, Did the guy so confess? So they say that? He mm-hmm. gave him confession? That's how you say it? Is that how they got him, found him guilty? Well, he did. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, Tricked you. where were you at on this day? And he goes. I promise I'll forgive you. Yeah. I'm going to forgive you. He goes. He's <laughs> got a tape recorder. I don't know where I was. Under his papal rope. Where were you at? He goes, I think I was pretty close to you. <laughs> yeah. I promise I'll forgive you. Just tell me. Oh, that's him. Yeah, the confession—the sacrament of where you you go to a priest and you yeah, conf- yeah. that's got to be wild, dude. I mean, that's got to. Can you imagine you shoot him and then you're shaking his hand and you're like, <laughs> why did he do it? I mean, that's crazy. That's like you know, yeah, he I watched him. You know, it's like me watching Jay Cutler play college and then he's here. 
but a little bit, <laughs> five times that. Five. I mean, I could at least talk to this guy about the same thing. Like, was it crazy when the Pope came? And he'd go, I don't know. I'd, I'd stop him and go, let me tell you my Jay Cutler story real fast. And then you do your Pope story. <laughs> Is that guy dead now? I don't think so. The guy so. that shot him? So did he and I have to go to prison? I think he. I think he went to prison. So just for the sure. Pope forgave him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes. No. Let him go. He's let like, him don't, go. Don't press charges. Was that in prison where they met? I think I so. I think so. Yeah. Okay. That looks like a prison outfit, doesn't it? Because he's wearing the same thing. He's in this, wearing a, in this other picture. It says, "What does that think?" So he now cares for stray something. I'd imagine dogs. <laughs> now cares for stray animals. Yeah. Oh, so it's he's US, rehabilitated. It, yeah. U.S. son. Oh. Yeah, he's been in prison for three decades. Oh, yeah. And six, he's 62 he's, he's years days, old now. Yeah. I mean, golly. Was John Paul the second? Was he the most loved pope? When he died, it was the largest Christian pilgrimage ever for his funeral. Four million mourners went to Rome. Yeah. More heads of state than ever. Four kings, five queens, 70 presidents and prime ministers, and 14 heads of other religions. Hmm. Yeah, they just put him out there at the funeral, huh? Yeah. Didn't the, like he's like sitting in the front row with everybody. <laughs> Should we get a casket? Yeah. No, let's just lay <laughs> no, him. Yeah. Mm. I mean, everybody wants to see like such a crazy. It is. I mean, the it Pope's got to be wild, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just. You know what's crazy is just I'm I'm eligible to be the Pope technically. Oh wow! Because you just Notre have to Dame? be. You just have to be. <laughs> you have to be a baptized Catholic. You can't be married, can you? Yeah, you can just be a baptized Catholic. Yeah, oh, really? Is the only is the only qualification. Has a pope ever been married? I think back in the day, yeah, seventeen hundred. Way, way, no, way before that. I didn't know. And you then you think that. now you could be the one that brings it back? No, I don't think. Look, I don't think I have a shot at being the pope. I'm saying on paper, yeah. I, I qualify. Oh, I thought you had to be. Would you like to wear you, what he wears? You, you don't even have to. I would love to. Yeah, dude, he's got some it's great nice. outfits. <laughs> yeah. His hats are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like very like just down, very very comfortable. You got one of those hats, I bet. Yeah, oh, I, love, I would love that pope hat like that. Because so, could I? If I just went and got baptized Catholic, I could be pope. You'd be eligible, eligible. on paper. You're eligible to be. Pope. Oh, so right now you don't have to be a priest or a cardinal or anything. Yeah, to be to be elected pope. Would they look at it as like social media influencers? Like, is that look at your numbers? Yeah, on there. Gaffigan could be the next pope. Oh yeah. Good luck, Gaffigan. Maybe runs for it. Can you run for it? You can. uh, My understanding is you can kind of campaign for it. You don't like officially list your name on the ballot. Yeah, but you can kind of walk around, cajole, rub some elbows. Yeah, and Pope Benedict just quit, right? He tapped out. Yeah. 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 Which is very rare, right? Yeah, it's I, very, very rare from what I understand. And, and just like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Do you think the Pope ever carries, does he grab a wallet? <laughs> like John Cena? Yeah. In his <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just, when you see him walk out, you just see a little wallet shaking behind his. <laughs> he's got pockets on those ropes. I mean, he's I, he's got to have someone with him at all times. So, like, I imagine, like, he just doesn't buy anything. Like, I, I, it's uh-huh. almost like you just live freely. Uh-huh. Like, anywhere you want to go, you just go do it, and there's no concept. Money doesn't exist. But, like, does he have to grab a license? Does he ever walk out with just Probably. a ball cap on? I don't, I don't on? think he needs ID ever. But what if he just wears a hat? Like, who did we say? Oh, Queen Elizabeth? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what if he, what if him and Queen Elizabeth want to go get some coffee? Two of them together. Yeah. 
And he wears yeah. a ball cap just with that gold cross. And they're like, you got to do a little more. It's not still. He goes, what? You think you can still tell? You go, I mean, it's the gold. It's real high. Yeah. Like, it's just a ball cap. It's still high up. Like, it's like, why don't you wear like a Yankees ball cap or something? And I think that would help. Both of them don't get it. And they go, She's sitting in a chair at the Starbucks. That's like a queen's chair. Because well, I just brought my own chair. Is that? I go, but you guys are drawing so much attention. Normal people don't bring their own thrones around. With them. Oh, He's forgiving oh. people in yeah. line. Yeah. <laughs> Someone cuts him in line. I forgive you. I forgive you. Oh, thanks. I didn't even see you there. Uh, music of the two thousands. Uh, you want to guess the top selling artist? M- Britney M&M. Spears. That's a good guess, but yours is better. Eminem. Eminem. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Britney was fourth. Ooh. Christina yeah. Aguilera. Boys Beyonce. Man, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Boys to, or Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce uh, was fifth. Oh, God. I'm going backwards. Yeah. What's the genre of music? Garth Brooks. <laughs> no, it's no country. Oh. <laughs> uh, and Eminem was twice as much as the next guy. As two. the next guy. Uh, uh, would we know him? Yeah, I would never get this, but you would okay, know. Okay, just say them then. Lincoln Park. Oh, yeah. Lincoln Park was number two? Yeah. According to this. According, According to this. The, And yeah. Coldplay. Yeah, that makes that's, sense. That's true. Lincoln Park's awesome, man. I, 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 I like, uh, I, li- I listen to them a lot now. Like, that, I'm just kind of fascinated with that. I mean, the, the guy that, uh, the main singer mm-hmm. uh, who sadly uh, died, but it was like, I just, his voice and stuff was like crazy. He was just like a very interesting guy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, their, their music was big in my childhood, yeah. for sure. Yeah, they had two of the top four albums of the decade. Hybrid Theory. Hybrid Theory's number one and Meteora. Okay, that was the Meteora. next one. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, sports, Athlete of the Decade. Jordan. Nope, that was the 90s. Oh, and this Kobe person, or uh, Lance Armstrong? Nope. Oh, that's you, a great guess. You guessed this person for the 90s, and then you guessed Jordan. Kobe? <laughs> oh, wait. Shaq? No, who did I guess for the 90s? I don't uh, remember. I don't know. Tiger Woods. God, oh, God damn it. I knew that one. <laughs> Tiger Woods. I knew it. Yeah. And we looked at how many records he was number one. How yeah. many weeks he was number one. Let's just oh. reshow that clip. Yeah. Lance Armstrong was second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lance Armstrong. Roger Federer, third. Still Michael, playing. Yep. Michael Phelps, fourth. Tom Brady, fifth. Okay. That's enough. <laughs> and Usain Bolt, oh. one of the greatest American, <laughs> one of the greatest American yeah. runners of only, all time. I only mentioned Tom Brady because it's the 2000s and he's still going. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody knows that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Lakers. I mean, it's maybe the only thing we've talked about since 2000 is the <laughs> fact that he's still playing. <laughs> <laughs> the Lakers won four NBA championships, 2000s. Yeah. Patriots won three Super Bowls. And the Red Sox won the first World Series in 86 years. Yeah. Curse was broken. Right? Yep. Yeah, curse of the Bambino. Imagine y'all having a podcast. Listen to y'all. <laughs> that would be it, guys. I quiet down so y'all would yeah. see if this, I leave. This, this is day code. I'm going to back out and just let them see what it is. Let would them be. just see. This is what, does it feel good? If anybody, it did not feel good. Just like reading. Uh, the last five minutes haven't felt good. I yeah. feel like we were rolling before that. We were. It's, it's, uh, it sounds like you're just reading, the, you know, like a newspaper, like you like on local radio. Well, I am. I'm trying to get things started. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is a podcast, and should be, and it's a comedy. A lot of, you know, it's like 
Tiger Woods won on a Sunday at Will Beach. Uh, beautiful day that day. King Griffey Jr. turns 30 in uh, six months from now. Anyway, back to you. Let's do the weather. Okay. 72 degrees today. Fun. It says fun on the 72 degrees. Fun. Fun, fun. day. Fun. Expecting Hurricane Katrina in five days. Yep. Right after 9-11. Anyway, back to you. <laughs> Just the, that's what you should. You know how uh, uh, John Krasinski did the good news yeah, thing, which, yeah. is, which is the greatest thing ever? Yeah, yeah. You should do a bad news. <laughs> bad news baits. That's every other newscast. Is what? I mean, yeah. that's what everything but John Krasinski I know, is. but you could actually, this is pretty good of a thing. If yeah. you were bad news baits. Yeah. We can even let this could be a segment of the thing. Just do bad news baits, and yeah. you just give bad news. I think we get a segment of that, whether we want it or not. Yeah. Every episode, I know, but now we have a name for it. Yeah. Bad news baits is a great name. Uh, someone might have did some. Someone's probably called you that, like, like bad news bears, bad news baits, probably, mm-hmm. and uh, baby killer baits. Baby killer baits is a good uh-huh. one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was talking about sports then. I'm going to keep going. Uh, I mean, the, the 9-11 talk was a little more lively than the sports talk. Well, I'm going to keep going. Uh, right out of the gate of the 2000, January 8th, 2000, the Music City Miracle. Oh, yeah. You were there. Uh, I was there. Yeah. yeah. I have uh, my uh, uh, brother-in-law, Joey Robbins, was that he left. <laughs> I love always love hearing his story. He was walking on the bridge, like heading back, yeah. and just hears, just the biggest roar ever and they like they're like what you know it's so that's so funny did you think it's almost worth it now he has the story of that that's almost better than if he were there yeah i mean the experience though is like because he was there we we have both was it pretty cool being there no (laughs) did you i mean i don't know what brian's doing was brian gonna be he's like i'll be honest he wasn't that special it's maybe one of the greatest plays in the history of nfl football yeah and your question to him there is was that a pretty neat? Hey, we're interviewing Michael Phelps with all his gold. Uh, he won the most gold of all time. Aaron with the first question. Michael Phelps, was it? Would you say fun winning those gold medals? That's fair. I just don't. Brian, so where were your seats? How right. old were you? What was the situation? Were you, are you a guy that storms the field? How old was he? Late 40s? Yeah. <laughs> Nicest guy in comedy. Yeah. Nicest guy. Nicest man in stand-up. Don't ever forget that. Well, as I've told you, um, I was the guy yelling, get out of bounds, get out of bounds. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> because I did not see the play develop as immediately. I didn't think he was going to make it a whole way. Yeah. And all we needed was a field goal. So right. I'm like, he's going to get uh, tackled and the time's going to run out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, just get out of bounds so we can kick a game-winning field goal. But he didn't listen to me and he <laughs> just, just kept running. He heard yeah. you and he was like, nah. I'm gonna... Where were you sitting? I mean, I was an upper deck. Okay. Yeah, he's up there. Don't, that's why I couldn't hear him. <laughs> he's up there. His <laughs> seats are your seats are better now, though. They're better now. I'm into your old seat. Was it when I was when we went? Was that your old seats? Yeah. Are you still season good seats. tickets at this point? He's had season tickets the whole time. Yeah, ever since they've really. Yeah. yeah, but that was the first year. Yeah, in Nashville. Oh, I didn't realize that was the first year. They played yeah. Memphis and Vanderbilt. It was the first year at that stadium. Wow. First year they were the Titans. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's PSLs. So, so was it a good time? It was great. It was a great. Time. I love my seats. Now, Nate, when I took him, he was like, "These are your seats." No, I I didn't mind them. You're up, you're up there high, but yeah, yeah. You, you mean you got a good view? Are you in the aisle or almost? Yeah, on the aisle. Yeah, you're on the aisle. 
I, I didn't mind the seats. Yep. When I took you, we sat in a... Didn't I take you? Yeah, we sat in the suite. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> when you took me... There's a lot more. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. Excuse me. Now we're on the aisle. If when I get big enough, I know we came in on the suite. other side. He always walks through. He walks the long I wanna, way. I want to high five everyone. Excuse me. Excuse me. And then we sit down at the aisle. Go. Why don't we just enter that other side? And he goes. I don't ever. I didn't even think about him. Get out of bounds. Spike the ball. Spike is all his plays are just let it go in the end zone. Don't catch it. He, I mean, if Bates was coaching the punters, he'd be like, wouldn't even send it. He wouldn't even see a punt catcher out. He'd go, just let it hit. Everybody, just try to just stand up and let them go by, and then just let the ball hit. Let's not have any problems. Did you ever have a Lance Armstrong lift strong bracelet? Uh, probably. Uh, I think so. You were big into bracelets. Yeah, I, I loved the nice bracelet. I, I remember when that became a thing, and I was like, "But you're anti, you're anti trends, though, right?" Uh, yeah, I mean, I was hanging on, but the rubber band thing was a trend. I think I'm just late to them, and then it yeah. looks like I'm doing them alone because everybody's kind of already moved, moved on. on. Yeah. But I think I wore the yellow, yellow kind of thing. Now I'm just more. I notice the trends more, and I don't. Yeah, I, I don't mm-hmm. know if I – I just don't want to do it because everybody's doing it. Yeah. And so it just doesn't seem as fun right. to me. Right. Uh, but, you know, but everybody's yelling, let's go, folks. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's a trend. Yeah. It's a small trend that uh, 80 of us are doing. <laughs> but that's the kind of trends I like. Yeah. The ones that start just tiny and they're just special. Yeah. You know? At the uh, 2000 Sydney Paralympic games spain had to return their gold medals after found out their basketball team nearly nearly all their players were found to have no disability mm. they just faked it mm. they were dominant yeah why they had they wheelchairs the i think so so they're in wheelchairs how did they find that i mean that's so funny the guy goes in the locker room oh guys i almost forgot to tell you they're all standing up taking a shower <laughs> yeah. Hey, why are y'all's wheelchairs not wet? And they go, what do you mean? Well, I mean, everybody else's wheelchairs are wet because they take a shower in a wheelchair. But you guys are, you have them all parked outside your locker room. How's that happen? <laughs> what, ha- uh, what happened, Aaron? The, uh, Spain was stripped of their intellectual disability basketball gold medal shortly after the games closed after somebody, a member of the victorious team and an undercover journalist revealed to the Spanish business magazine that most of his colleagues had not undergone medical tests to ensure they had a disability. The IPC investigated the claims and found that they required mental tests, which should show that the competitors have an IQ of no more than 75. So that's the cutoff. Mm. You had to have an IQ lower than 75. They never took that test. So they just claimed the whole team had an IQ lower than 75. And none of them did. Mm. That's enough. To get be disable, uh, <laughs> you could qualify for this team, dude. I could dominate. Like all you have to have is less than a seventy five IQ, and you can play in the. You don't have an IQ lower than seventy five. Uh, Aaron, come on, Aaron, dude, What are you talking about? What? But I mean, honestly, you that counts <laughs> I as guess a disability, so, according to this. <laughs> How low is seventy five? What's the average IQ? A hundred, I think. Oh. Well, that doesn't yeah, like, seem God, different. that seems crazy. I mean, I would just think disabilities, should, like wheelchair kind of thing like that, like, mm. 
I mean, the fact that these dudes went along, they were fine with that. Yeah. They go, all right, guys, before we walk out, I need everybody to walk into the door. Do not forget. <laughs> all of you, hit your head on the door. Forget to duck. <laughs> we got a game to win out there, boys. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Uh, highest grossing films of the 2000s. Oh, man. The number one is the highest grossing film of all time. Uh, Avatar. Yep. You know, it's so funny. Someone said that too about Avatar. Isn't it crazy? It's the highest. I just, someone sent me, they read it. I don't know. But the highest grossing film of all time. Nobody can really tell you anything about it. it had no impact on anything. No cultural impact. Really. No cultural impact. Star Wars, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. All these big movies had every Titanic. Titanic's James huge. Yeah. All this stuff. Avatar, the most watched, and I mean, y'all saw it? Yeah. Do you remember it? No. I yeah. never saw it. It's the one where they're all blue. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just Pocahontas. It was like, everybody no, says. It's like a blue man group kind of like in space. Yeah. That's what I think. But yeah. they sent that to you because we've already, we talked about that on here, right? What? And about how, we've talked about how that movie had no impact. Like number two oh, is Titanic yeah. with James Cameron. Did y'all see Avatar? Y'all isn't remember it, it? Isn't Avatar yeah. James Cameron too? Yeah, that's what we talked about in the 90s episode, how that's the number one movie. But people still talk about that, Titanic. Yeah. I'm the one that had to keep Airland podcast going. I know. So I've now, I've now filtrated. <laughs> Infiltrated? Infiltrated. <laughs> 75 IQ. You're carrying close. two podcasts close. now, dude. I think they'd be like, I think if I played in that team, they'd be like, he has a, his IQ 77. Like that, I would just be just, just, just enough. I mean, just, where they're going. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. Blue Man Group, unbelievable show, by the way. Yeah, it I don't is know. A great show. Have you seen them? Yeah, I have. Have you seen them, Brian? I haven't. They're so good, yeah. man. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same dudes. The whole point of it is that they're blue. We're blue today. Hmm. Kind um, of. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you so you were slowly regaining faith in the episode. Yeah, it was all like coming back together. And then you just watched it go off yeah. the rails again. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're wearing blue shirts. Yeah. Oh. Uh, inventions of the 2000s. Oh. The Segway. The Snuggie. Well, I'll just tell you. Segway okay. in 2000. But the Snuggie's not. Uh, we talked about that. What's the other one? I, I can't remember the name. Uh, what are the two? It's Snuggie and. Uh, the two what? Slanket. The Slanket? Look up Slanket. I've never heard of that. Slanket is the original is the original one. It just looks like a big hoodie. But it's a, it's, a, it's not it's, but it's like the a original poncho. snuggle. I did me and Giannis Papas did a commercial for Slanket. Really? Giannis knew the guy that invented Slanket. And then what happened was they it became so that it was doing good and then a big company comes in and they just and you can't like I believe you can't, you know, like trademark it because it's like a couch. It's like a blanket. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's not something you can really do. Something you can get so patented. then what happens is these big companies, Snuggy comes in and they go, well, we're doing it and we got more money behind it. And then Snuggy becomes the most famous thing ever. Wow. And Slankit does not. And they do. No, so the, like there's people, there's company, which is just infuriating of just, there's a lot of meme accounts like this and stuff like that. 
not all of them are people on jokes online where it's like they just let someone else create the thing and then they just get the big following and then they put it out and everybody's like, wow, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, and you forget yeah. like this dude is the one that came up with this idea. And we knew that guy and we, uh, Giannis knew him. But he couldn't do, get it patented, huh? So then they were able uh, to just... We have a commercial on uh, YouTube and uh, I'm watching the Vandy, Kentucky game. And we just went to Giannis's house. So the commercial we did was like, he filmed, he just filmed us the official Slankit commercial. I mean, this is the marketing he had to, that all he had to do uh, was pay us. And we're watching uh, Ditch Films was Giannis's and Jesse's Scaturo. They had to. Let me turn the sound up here. So uh, they did. So we, we just did this. We filmed it all day at Giannis's house. We just went to his house and filmed uh, uh, all day long. We have audio on this TV. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> that was me waking up at Giannis's. And Giannis saying that. I mean, we just went over there all day. So we did like we got up. Look at us. Look at look at Giannis. Look at that's Giannis right yeah. there. I mean, this is dude. I don't even know. 2006, and we hang out all day. And so we just set up a camera. <laughs> Those of you listening, it's Nate and Giannis hanging out in a, their living room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, post this. Yeah, we'll post it. Order yeah. pizza. Go to one. Put there's one part I scream. And I'm watching the. Uh, no, no, no. Right there. Just leave it. Yeah. This is. I'm I'm, I'm watching the uh, Vandy game. Vandy Kentucky game. It was on CBS. <laughs> and like they, uh, and it was very exciting. I just picked my nose. I mean, <laughs> we got it all. There oh, it is. There it is. Yeah, all right. How long ago? That's good. This is... Uh, look at the year. I'm, now, I'm guessing 2006. 2009. 2009. Yeah. 28,000 views. The downfall of the Slinket was this video. <laughs> uh, but I was... Yeah, I remember I watched Vandy. Remember, it was like 2009, Vandy in Kentucky was on CBS. Yeah. And it was crazy because I'm in New York and I'm like, I got... They're going to play the main game on CBS. I want to say we lost, but it was like barely. <laughs> yeah. like it, our basketball team was pretty good then. Like, and it was like very close. We might have even oh, this won is basketball. The yeah, basketball. I was about to Sorry, say football. Yeah. It's like, no, basketball. Yeah, and I almost this was that the year we went to the SEC championship or that's about right. Yeah, yeah, and then so uh, yeah, and I remember, man, it was such a great game. Uh, but we did the so go by Slinket instead of Snuggy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> iTunes. Came out in 2001, and then nine months later, the iPod. Mm, no. <laughs> You've been waiting. Nope. It was like Wikipedia. Is that what your gas sounds like? Is that a gas? Is it? I thought it was more breathy. <gasps> yeah, there you go. That's more of a That's gas. That's more of a yeah, gas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's tough to fake a gas. I know. It sounds like you're, <laughs> you're struggling with, you know, the gout's moving up, and you're like, it's <laughs> moving up to my you go, neck. neck. You go, he's got just your feet. No, no, no. It spreads. It spreads. Uh, Wikipedia in 2001. Oh, Thank man, goodness that was there. They're asking you to donate. I noticed on your. Oh, thing. Wikipedia is. I should do that. Yeah. The Blackberry in 2003. I want to get another Blackberry. I never had one. I never had one either. Like I just said another one. I've never had one. You're going to make a comeback <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Like iPhones aren't going to last forever. Blackberry, I thought was the coolest phone ever. And it I was never had the coolest one. phone. Yeah. Everybody had one. There's a keyboard on it. People yeah. had money, only ones that could afford it. Or like a real job. I had a cricket phone. <laughs> when cricket came yeah. out. Yeah. You had cricket too? Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, MySpace, 2003. Mm. 
Yeah. Facebook, 2004. Oh, good. <laughs> we're keep going. YouTube, 2005. Oh. First video on YouTube. I think I've seen it. Charlie bit my finger. No. No, it's the elephant or something. Zoo. Me at the zoo. Me at the zoo. It's called Me at the Zoo. I yeah. Think so, yeah. Is the it guy, still on there? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's still, but we're not. Just yeah. people can look it up. <laughs> look up Me at the Zoo at YouTube. Twitter, 2006. I mean, all this is in this decade. I like to show my, show my Sling It commercial. That means nothing. <laughs> and then the first, YouTube changed the world. And you're like, let's go look at the first video. Don't waste anybody's yeah. time. <laughs> they already sit through my Sling It, Sling it commercial, so don't, don't you That's dare what I was thinking. show the first YouTube. Uh, the first iPhone in 2007. Oh, yeah. Mm. Big, big day. It was $499 for 4Gs or $599 for 8Gs. Eight gigabytes. Yeah, I just did my iCloud. Uh, you call them G's? Yeah. People not say that. That's how they say no. it. What do they say? Gigabytes. gigabytes. They say the whole one. Yeah. Yeah. Five G is the. You know, four G is like it. Yeah. That's the like signal. A, that's the signal. I'm sorry. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> goes. Uh, the Airland crew love that. Yeah. Airland was. Yeah. They're a younger crowd That's right. over there. Yeah. You know, most people didn't even catch it. They go, oh, wow. <laughs> wow, 8G. Well, this guy's born in the 70s. Yeah. We thought that was We don't like, get it. Yeah. I just updated my iCloud storage to two terabytes. Two they, Ts. Yeah. Because it said it, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I don't even know what's on this iCloud storage. I remember they you just get an email and they're like, do you want to do it more? And I was like, yeah. And I did like the 200 gigabit, you pay whatever it is monthly. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's good. I don't know if I put stuff on you it. You have all your photos automatically backing up on there, probably. I guess so. Yeah. And then it said, you're almost out of space. And so I went to terabytes, which I don't, is that forever? Is that a lot? It's a lot. Yeah. And then so they're like, you're cool now. But I don't even. Uh, it's just a matter is of time. I, am I a part, is iCloud more important than I know what I'm doing? No, you're fine, dude. What if I don't do any of it? Do you still need iCloud? I don't use iCloud for anything. Anything? No, I just have it all. So on you just the, delete phone. your phones, or you just have them on your phone? Oh, so they're backing up to iCloud. Yeah, they're backing everything. So I could up delete on. all the phones off, all the videos off my phone. You could, and then I just go to that. I would make sure they're on there I was first. Say, I hope. I hope you do that. <laughs> I could delete them. I don't, I don't think I care. Yeah, I'm not a super super sentimental. Is that sentimental? Yeah. Oh, cinnamon guy. Uh, I'm not a big sentimental guy. Like I don't. I'm trying to even get better. I try to do it. Like I think, you know, you take a picture. Like I like taking. You know, I like posting a picture and stuff like that. Yeah. But then you kind of just like move on. Like I'm never gonna look through these. I mean, the my daughter is the only the only ones. Like my family, my daughter is the only ones that I, I really want to. You know, I have a voicemail. On my phone, that's my daughter singing a song to me when she was like five. So I like you'll keep that. I don't. Forever. I keep that. I don't want that to go away. I don't want like the videos of her going away. But as far as the other stuff, I mean, I don't. I don't care. Yeah, it's just a lot. I'm the exact opposite. I mean, half the videos on my phone, like I've said, in my act is just because my daughter's on my Apple ID. Yeah. So I mean, every time I look at my phone, I just have seventy videos of her. Like, hello, guys. Let's go. What do they say? Uh, what do they say? Like and subscribe. No, that. like and subscribe. How do they say it? What's up, guys? You know, in turn, my niece Maya, yeah. nephew Zach, they made a bunch of videos when they spent the night. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. See how I had a little more to it than just going, you know, Blue Man Group sold 1,200 tickets year 2000. I was throwing out that the Red Sox won the first World Series in 86 years. Yeah. I think that's interesting. I mean, we know it. 
It's not too. I was that we were there. No one listening to this was born in two thousand. Yeah, I think I'd be think surprised. So. Yeah, I guess because they could be their twenties. Yeah, somebody's twenty, twenty-one. Yeah, that's true. You know, and it's being taught in high school classes all over the country. It's in you history know? books. That's right. Yeah, this class. I'd love to go see a history book now. I, mean, I don't want to get in the weeds with it, but I'd love to like <laughs> just get a breeze through. Like, what are y'all talking about? Uh-huh. Like, how far back? Do you, you know, are they? Do they say anything that you're like? I guess they do nine eleven. And so you're, you know, it'd be kind of crazy to. Yeah. It'd be kind of crazy to get a history lesson in, from your teacher that was like, I remember this. Mm-hmm. You know, because usually it's just old history stuff. I don't ever remember coming up that far to modern day and history class. I, feel like I don't even know if we touched the 1900s ever. Y'all didn't touch the 1900s? Eh, we did a little bit, but yeah. I don't feel like we ever talked about like the 80s and 90s. You just got to 1899 and you go, yada, 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 <laughs> y'all are here already. <laughs> So let's uh, graduate. Thank you very much. <laughs> the Civil War ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, didn't yada, mention, yada, yada, y'all didn't talk about World War II or Pearl Harbor. Oh, or, we yeah. probably did all that. I'm talking yeah. about yeah, I mean, like the 80s and 90s. Where I don't, I don't know anything about what happened. Yeah, well, I don't think that's that. That's much different than saying 1900s. You're right. Hitler had a big, quite a bit of run, <laughs> and then I'm sure some history classes talked about that. Yeah, he had a busy decade or a, two. Yeah. yeah, for sure. The uh, top-rated TV shows of the 2000s. Seinfeld. Friends. Seinfeld was over. Everybody loves Raymond. Whoa, Seinfeld ended in the 90s. 98. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Friends Friends was, I think it's final season. Uh, Everybody loves Raymond. No. No? American Friends Home Videos. No. (laughs) Sitcoms? This is just TV shows, period. You're on Candid Camera. MASH. Survivor. First year. Match yeah. free France. CSI for three straight years. Oh, yeah. And then American Idol for the last four. I've told the uh, CSI story, right? The, I don't think so. I, I believe this is true. Could be wrong. I thought I've told it. Uh, I believe it was CSI. There's a big reason, like, someone would tell me, like, when we were selling, when we pitched these TV shows, you always think, well, if, if this, the network that you're pitching to, you're like, when they say no, we can go anywhere and we're just pitching to the other networks. Which they always say that it's not that exactly true. It happens, but it's not as true as it once was. And a big reason for that was CSI. So, uh, and I believe it's CSI. I could be wrong on all of this, but I think it's, it was, I was told it was the show was CSI. And uh, where's CSI at now? CBS? Yeah. Okay. So, like, say, I, I forget, maybe it was ABC, whatever. They had CSI, they shot it and they didn't like it. And then they CBS goes, hey, we're we're take it, we're buy it, and they go. Not only can you buy it, but ABC was the production company that that made CSI. They go, your production company can take it over. We don't believe in that show, mm-hmm. and then that show became the biggest show ever. And it's a billion dollar mistake, a multi billion dollar mistake. And so wow. since then, a lot of stuff like that because you your production companies end up being like Universal, which is NBC or CBS. You know, you're kind of with the Disney, ABC, like you, you end up kind of being, that's the studio and then that's the network. Mm-hmm. And so it's all kind of in-house. Production companies can kind of go everywhere. And the other ones can't. I mean, uh, uh, Modern Family was ABC and then I think it was 20th Century Fox that shot it. So they, but they like to try to keep them together. Like, so 20th Century Fox likes to be at Fox or, you know, whatever. Yeah. They can kind of go, but it kind of stopped for a while because they made that mistake wow. of just... Going like now you and I mean if they would have kept if they would have kept the production of it 
it would have been a big success. Yeah, so home. much money. And they go, we don't believe in it at all. You can have everything. Yeah. There's going to be and eight then, spinoffs. I mean, it's like the crazy. biggest franchise yeah, so ever. Many. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Uh, reality shows just blew up and I'm still calling it the 2000s. The aughts. Yeah. Uh, like I said, American Owl. It's you actually called the 2000s. No one says aughts. Okay. The 2000s. I think you'd be surprised. I, think, I don't think I, think I would a lot, of, a lot of Aaron Lynn listeners call it the aughts. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's the problem with Aaron Lynn. <laughs> there, no one says aughts. You hear aughts? Like out in the wild, you hear aughts. I think a lot of people would know what you meant when you said it. I'm not saying that they might not know it. I don't know what it means, but I'm saying you hear it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you hear it. I don't think you hear it in casual conversation very often, but I yeah. think we need to raise the bar in this country, honestly. And say the aughts. Uh-huh. That's a good place to start. O-T-S. How do you spell aughts? O-U-G-T-H? I thought it was A-U-G-H-T. <laughs> that's the word? Is that right? It's spelled like that? Aaron Land says that's right. Yeah, the aughts. A-U-G-H-T. The digit zero. The decades from 2000 to 2009 is the aughts. Mm-hmm. Back in the early aughts, he worked as a marketing specialist. That's their oh, I would walk out of the room. That'd be on his resume. All right. Back in the early aughts, this next guy worked at the marketing next. He ought to be ashamed he came in here like that. Yeah, his yeah. resume broke it down. Aughts is like one yeah. section. You're like, hey, you can go ahead and leave. I swear to you, I ought never hear that ever again. <laughs> well, the... Reality show, like I said, I, actually, the last five years. That's words to catch people that are dumb, like mm-hmm. me. That's how they get us. <laughs> you throw so in we, an aughts. No, they throw in something like that. That's how the 2000 yeah. Paralympics. That's yeah. how they found yeah, out. Yeah, that's how they find out. They go, uh, they go, how's your aughts going? And then I have to go, what'd you say? And he goes, idiot. And you're that's not, how they know. You're not really. Yeah. <laughs> Gold medal gone. In, in England, they call it the naughties. Call what the naughties? The aughts. The aughts. They call it the So naughties. they call it the 1900s the aughts? No. Yeah, because the nineteen hundreds, no one was being ridiculous. <laughs> Is that why? Maybe. Yeah, they're more just living life. It wasn't going so easy that they started making up random things. Yeah, they had real challenges back then. When was yeah. this word invented? Oh, let me look that up. So in England, they called it the naughties. In England, yeah, the equivalent term in British English for aughts is the, the naughties. Yeah, Aaron read, read that just so if everybody. Listening, I don't think you knew it. You read it as if it's like one of those things where once you read it, you're like, "Oh, I do remember knowing that." Yeah, you, know? you do. No, no, I never heard. Yeah. All right, keep uh, going. All right. Yeah. all right. Well, all the big reality shows: Real Housewives, Bachelor, American Idol. All those took off. In the, yeah, in still the, going strong. Decade. Last comic standing, just yep. like Tom Brady. Last comic standing. Yep. Um, never got on it. I've told that story though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. I was just trying to move it along. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to just continue some more reading? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure you know what entertainment is. I'm kidding. Tell the story. Like people just want to hear. No, just let them keep going. All right. Well, the aughts were. (laughs) The naughties. Last time I was standing, I auditioned for it. When the first time I auditioned for it was in Chicago, uh, at Chicago Zanies. We stood out in the, it was I mean, maybe 20 degrees and yeah. we had to get out there in the middle of the night. And then we, and I remember the worst part was across the street, there was a bank that showed the time and the weather. Mm. And it was like the worst thing ever. Cause you just couldn't not see it. Yeah. And so you're just seeing it just be like, oh, uh, it's, and it was so cold. And then the other one, we go to New York, we do it. We set out front, Sven, Sven Wexler, a guy that I moved from Chicago to Nashville or to New York with, he had a van 
And so we would sit out front. It was like Hannibal was there with us, uh, Hannibal Burris and uh, Rich Ronovich. I mean, Dustin Chafe. I forget who was all there. And then we would sit out there and then like we would like be like, all right, you can go sit in the van. One of us, because it was cold there, you go sit in the van and we're stand out. And then we would just switch, uh, which is very fun. It was very, very, I mean, it's not ideal when you say it but like in the looking back you're like this is what it, yeah, this is why stuff. you're starting man yeah, like this is stuff, man. you're staying outside you spend the night outside you don't go to any sleep then you go do a important audition yeah. maybe you're going to get through it i never got through it uh and then i remember i did finally you're able to get it because a lot of people don't know i remember they do but after a while when you get kind of higher up you don't have to go do that you don't have to go stand in line there's spots that they like american idol has that where the, the kind of the bigger singers they still audition but you're not, but they don't got to go wait in line mm-hmm. with everybody else. It's like starting with a callback. Yeah. Phase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost like that. Yeah. yeah. And they might even show them at the beginning auditions too, but they're just not going to make them, because the, you know, a lot of times, you know, so the longer you're into something, because you, you would be like, well, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm, I'm not going to go stay in line anymore. Mm-hmm. So they got to be like, well, we'll let you just have a time. Yeah. And you come and it's always like brutal because you walk by all the comics waiting in line. Mm-hmm. But I don't, you know, you're like, I was out there waiting in line. Yeah, you're right. like, yeah, this is the point. Yeah. And um, so I remember we go do it. Greg Geraldo was hosting. One of the funniest things I ever heard he said uh, when Craig Robinson was uh, hosting the last comic standing and he was in the movie hot tub time machine. He said, he goes, mm. Craig was, I, I forget. Craig was like, said something was like, all right, I would like to pro promote uh, my new movie, hot tub time machine. And Greg Geraldo goes, Oh, what's it about? That's all he says. Yeah. It's very funny. It's yeah. hot tub uh, time machines. The name. Yeah, oh, tell crazy. me more about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I remember I did that show and uh, it's, it's one of the only regrets I have two regrets in comedy. One, the daily show audition and that audition. That, it hurt me. It was the first one that really, really hurt me. Because you wanted it. Yeah. I just, you know, I was yeah. clean. I was like, I'm yeah. doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing to get this yeah. thing. Yeah. And I did it, and they said no. And I, you know, and I tried a bunch, and I never got it. Mm-hmm. And that was that one hurt the most. Did they give you a reason? Uh, I the jokes I chose were just like didn't make sense. Uh, I think I had the evolution joke. Uh, about like, you know, whatever, 98% monkey yeah. DNA. I did that. And then I did a joke about homeless people or something. <laughs> and it was like, they were like, they don't go together, which makes total sense. Yeah. He's like, one of them's being like, you know, this one thing where you're basically saying you're a Christian and the other one is you're making fun of homeless people. <laughs> and I just looked at like, well, those are my two jokes that work the best. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I'm just doing the jokes. I'm not thinking of like, the narrative. I'm not of thinking it. of like the idea that your joke should kind of really go together. Like instead of just, going, here's my five slammer jokes. It'd be better if someone, I believe if there's comics listening to this, you have to do an audition. I think it'd be better to have your five minutes go with each other. Like let them flow into each other. Mm -hmm. That's a better thing. Instead of going like, well, here's my five best jokes. Make sure they, even if one joke's maybe not the best, make sure it's good, but have it, you know, open and close and and make sense. Cohesive, yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, I left. I remember calling Laura. I was like, I just man, that was that was that was the most down I've ever felt about my in the run of my comedy was was that I remember I remember walking down from Gotham, I walked alone. I was like my stomach hurt. I just was, you know, you just like you just everything's going to change. Yeah. You're like mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm yeah. clean. I'm the only one clean. Yeah, and y'all are not letting me. You know, yeah. But so, but you're doing better than. Maybe anybody ever yeah, on there. Well, I'll show them. Nicest man in stand-up. I bring it out, I call him every day. 
I go to Greg Giraldo's grave and I let him know. No, <laughs> that's sorry. That's too. That's not the nicest man. <laughs> I just Greg. Greg would have loved that joke. Uh, I opened for Greg once, yeah. and uh, I'll never forget that. One of the nicest moments I ever had with Greg Giraldo. Uh, I it was uh, it was me. I think Pat Dixon was emceeing. Pat Dixon knew Greg, and I didn't really know Greg well. And, and he was like, I, "But I had a car," and so we were going to do a college. And uh, Greg was like, you can MC and uh, I'll, you know, and I can drive them down there. So we go pick up Pat. We go to Greg. I'm driving. It's very cool. Greg just telling us all these stories. And uh, I remember I got out of the car, this white Honda Accord that we had, that my brother just had. I think they had to, we had to get rid of it finally. It, that what, Honda Accord, it was Lars cards. We've, it's been everywhere. It's, uh, my whole career was through that Honda Accord. And, uh, so Greg, I remember, I'll never forget, we got out of a like a truck stop or something to just go to the bathroom, stretch. And I remember he's over, he opens the door, he's standing on the other side of the car, and I'm on this side. And he, he, I knew he, he was married and he had kids. And I asked him, I go, you know, because we were at that point probably thinking about having kids. And I was like, Is, what, do you, what do you think about having kids? Like, does it really hurt like your comedy career or something like that? And he just looked at me, he goes, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. It's having these kids. Wow. And, I'm, and I've think about that all the time and it's uh you know he loved and loved loved his kids and uh so i i i always think about that that was a huge part just to see that you know and then i watched him that night and you're just like this dude was just unreal unbelievable comedian uh you know so yeah it's so great to hear a comedian not cynical about yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like 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 what I just did. That's what I think. The nicest man is saying, that, like, or the idea that is like we're always usually very. I mean, I'm sure there was a joke followed right after that. Right. But it's like there's a curtain that we go like we still. I love everybody, and it's like, yeah, dude, I love my kids. It's the greatest. But you're not going to go with comics. You can like you basically can open that curtain, show it, and then you're like, you got to shut it quick, right? Because right. you don't want to let too many people. Because then then everybody's like. Because we're we're just unco- like we've talked about that, Bert. Like you're just uncomfortable with like, even when we're us together, just being this kind of sweet kind of thing. Like we can tell, you know, me and Soder can hug and be like, "I'm like, I love you, buddy." He's like, "I love you," and then then we'll just trash each other for the rest right, of the time. Right. But there's the moments that's just kind of I think the comedy aspect, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. I think it helps. That's what you know helps you being a comedian. You're always kind of just trying to be fun, funny. Right. Right. Uh, some pop culture moments that. 2000s, um, the halftime show at the Super Bowl, Janet Jackson, the wardrobe mm. malfunction. Let's show that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember watching that. And I remember just being like, you know, because all like kind of like, is that what I, you know? I never, I didn't see it. I never watched halftime shows. So. You don't? I think you, I thought you would. No, I mean, I usually, I mean, it gets expensive, but I usually, that's when I, if you're at a party, that's when I get up and go to the bathroom and get chips and yeah, get ready yeah. for the second half. And that takes a good 30, 40 <laughs> minutes. So you're like, that's why you time it out. You're at, that's, so during the regular season, you're like, I make it back mid third quarter, <laughs> but Super Bowl, I don't that ever miss a second. You got to get the jar of salsa yeah. open. <laughs> yeah. I go to the, I go pee, I go fix some stuff, yeah, I go yeah. pee again, come back, get my drink ready, pee one more time, and then. Sit down and <laughs> and then boom. That's true. Off. I have to pee right now. You watch the Super Bowl halftime show? Yeah, that's uh, I mean that's all part of it. I watch. You want to watch the commercials? You want to watch the halftime show? Like, I mean, I, I'm not if it's if I don't completely care about it, then I'll I'll, I'll look at it. And then maybe I, that maybe I do talk, but mm-hmm. yeah, I watched. I mean, back then I was definitely watching the halftime show. 
The uh, Sopranos ended in 2007. Mm-hmm. One of the most unusual endings. Yeah. Shows. Uh, most unusual endings in shows. Oh, because it ended that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That's what they say on there. That's what I said. I'm trying to move fast because yeah. I can tell you're. You can feel it. I can. Yeah. I'm trying to help you with your timing. And we should cut the podcast off like The Sopranos. This, yeah. this episode. This episode just, just like goes. Middle of nowhere, just, yeah. Don't stop believing. Kanye interrupted Taylor Swift at the 2009 oh, MTV yeah. VMAs. Yeah. That was big. Yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. Did you know her then? I did. Did you talk yeah. to her about it? Uh, I talked to her family about it. Yeah. Because I went on. I went on. This was right before our senior break of senior year of high school. And this was like maybe two weeks after this happened. I, we went on vacation with her family, and so it was like all we were talking about at the time because it was—it's crazy. That it was crazy. It, it was this huge cultural kind of moment. Yeah. Like Obama was commenting about it. Yeah. Like it was insane. What were they saying? Yeah, I mean, just they're upset. Well, I mean, like, what are you going to? Of course, you'll be upset. Like I would imagine, it's just you know, you're like, what are you? Go, what are you going to do? But it's like that moment. She was just like it was like her stardom was like it's not like she didn't deserve something mm-hmm. like she's the biggest ever, not like Beyonce didn't deserve something. It's like yeah, any yeah. of like right. you know it kind of was the beginning of showing how Kanye's kind of out there a little right. his own thing <laughs> right yeah. But Beyonce and Taylor Swift, I mean, are probably the same kind of you know they're both just mega mega yeah. mega stars yeah mm-hmm. you know their own stratosphere yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like I remember it when it first happened. Some people thought it was rigged, like they yeah. Thought they did it on purpose. Yeah, I think they hashed it out, and then they might got weird again. They had, yeah, they had beef on and off for a while. I think, Uh, but yeah, I definitely understand thinking that that could be planted. I'm, I'm cynical in that way too. Where I always think this is all, you know. But I don't think that one. I don't think I, I don't think it was, and I don't think anything was as cynical back then. I think that was the start. Yeah, that almost you could. I wonder if you could look at that and go that because that's the start of reality TV. It's the start of all this. You know, when you start figuring out reality TV is like written uh-huh. and you're like, oh, this, you watch Kardashians, like all made, it's all kind of like directed in this certain way. It's all kind of people, you know, and I wonder if that, like people saw the response to that. And so now it's like, well, let's try to recreate those kind of moments. Yeah. And so maybe it is. And I, I feel like that was a, a real moment. Uh-huh. And so, you know. When Michael Jackson died in 2009, TMZ broke the story. And that was, they said, the first time. That was a shift from just your national news to uh, what TMZ is. Yeah. Now you see that a lot more other places, but that had never happened before. And then, uh, I don't know this, Conan took over the night show, Tonight Show, June 2009. By January 2010, they moved Jay back in. Right. And then Conan left a few days later. Yeah. I never did. I did Conan before. I did Conan after and I never did that. That all Tonight Show stuff, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, Conan was very, very good to me. Uh, but it, it, that, that's a weird kind of thing, man. I mean, Jay, people would always, Jay Leno is, I mean, the nicest guy ever. Like, and he called me after my special. Like, I'm not trying to just say that, but yeah. he's, he's that kind of guy. He's a real, he's just a comic. And he's a comic that calls you and just goes, man, that was great. We mm-hmm. loved it. You know, it's like just a real comedian that wants yeah. to just be a comic and hang out. And he was number one. Mm-hmm. And I get why they wanted Conan to move up. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. And Conan, though, is doing what Conan should be doing now. Conan is crushing it. Conan's unbelievable. Like, the stuff that he does, he's so funny. Mm-hmm. And, like, him going to these other countries, like, that's 
Conan is just the greatest mm-hmm. yeah. at that kind of stuff. It's actually like kind of like you're like, yeah, dude, this is it. This is your future of like you're going to be just better and better than you probably ever was. Yeah. Or ever were. And and he was great. I Conan was the only one I watched. Uh but I always thought that when they kind of you know, I always felt bad for Leno. Like Leno got a lot of like I think Lindo Leno is a good guy that's a blue collar dude that was like you know, I'm just trying to. He, I feel like he looks at himself like, uh, like he works for this company. I show up every day. I do what they want me to do. Yeah. And then so then he gets caught up in like kind of the attitudes and the you know kind of of everything. And yeah. it's like he's like, I just do what I'm supposed to do. He was number one. Yeah. And then they go, we're going to do Conan. And he's like, okay. And then I think Conan they did Conan. I don't know how good it was doing. And then they go, we're going to bring Leno back. And Leno's like, okay, I'll do whatever you guys want me to. Do. Yeah. I get like he's a. Uh, you know, a company man kind of person, which is admirable, you know? Like, you can't be mad at a guy, f- like, for that. Like, uh, that's what I've always thought with that. I always thought that with the Letterman stuff. I don't think I don't think he's backstabbing. I mean, he was the best comedian yeah. coming up. Everybody watched him. I don't think Leno was ever a backstabber mm-hmm. and did stuff. I know people like Letterman. I get it. Letterman went and did crazy things. and But Leno did great, man. Leno's a, he's a great, great guy. Yeah. And, you know, Letterman was great too, but I mean, Letterman, I don't think, like Leno would be, if you go, if you, I never did a show, but it, I, I would hear, you go do his show, he's back there talking to you. He goes and meets everybody. He does all this kind of stuff. Letterman, you don't see him. Yeah. He walks over to you at the end and y'all wave and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not as personable. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you almost would probably feel like he doesn't want you on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Leno was not, was not that type of guy. And uh, so, I mean, I did not do either one of the shows. Uh, Letterman obviously is unbelievable. I'm not trying to say one's better than the other one, but I always just right. think Leno gets a little too harsh of a yeah. rap. I mean, he's just a great dude, and like, like that's what it's. And this is coming from the nicest man in stand up. <laughs> <laughs> so don't ever forget that. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it, right? Yeah, we're done. We did it. You think we'll do the 2010s? Uh, the 2010s. Oh, I guess so, because it's 2021. So maybe we'll do the 2010s. I don't know. What are they called? The Oddies. Ottens. <laughs> Ottens. The Begottens. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so maybe we do them. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I got to see. Uh, you know, I might not even do this podcast anymore. So, no. <laughs> We do need, uh, yeah, I, I, we, I, we will We will do something. We're, do, we're, do, I'm, we're not going to do them next week. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. I won't make you sit through another. <laughs> of you know who (laughs) so uh all right uh i'm uh i'm out rain check tour we're doing shows they've been awesome we've loved them check my website nateborgetsy.com uh all the dates are there uh thank you for everybody coming out you have you know uh this weekend i'm with leanne morgan in richmond virginia and in baltimore yeah i'm fayetteville north carolina patty's irish pub all right headline there this thursday nice tomorrow night come on out Tomorrow night. All right, everybody. Thank you.